0: This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Toki Anikawa of Sargentanas, Talin Vieira of Diabalos, Giga Pensu of Excalibur. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash
1: limit break radio. Coming up this week on Checkpoint Radio, the Supreme Court has struck down the federal ban on sports gambling. Attorney Ryan Fairchild joins us to understand how this could impact eSports. Plus, are VR stadiums the future of eSports viewing? That's all coming up on your source for eSports and video game discussions, Checkpoint Radio from Westwood One. Join me, Nate, Robbie Norris, and Joe for Checkpoint Radio. Listen on Demand Tuesdays at our website over at CheckpointRadio.com.
2: How long
0: has it been since you've enjoyed a long, meaty sausage? Well, oh, I can answer that for you. Too long. That's why you need to get your tail down to the hottest club, this side of the Cicoli Desert, Flickin' Tails. Flickin' Tails offers only the best food and entertainment for your hard-earned gill. Our male bunny girl dancers come in every flavor you could ever dream of. Male cat girl, male dick giant, male potato, male domo, and male males. All male bunny girls are out. Fitted with the silky smooth velvet bustiers you've come to know and love. Hosting a party? Enjoy additional services in our back VIP room. Full of complimentary cleaning supplies for any spills that may occur. So come on down to Flickin' Tails. More sausage than your mouth has room for.
2: Close off.
1: Juxtapositions. I don't get it. And Mika. Oh my God.
0: Limitbreakradio.com.
1: 5,
0: 4, 3,
1: 2, one. Welcome to Limit Break Radio, episode one. 59. So glad to have you logged in with us. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio, starting at eh, 4 ish here at uh, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Appreciate having you guys along. It's going to be an interesting show today uh, because, uh, 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 like, no one's here. Like, no one's here. This is also I'm sitting kind in of a s- studio alone.
3: We're here in, in spirit. Uh, For me, the most annoying thing... Shut
1: up, (laughs) nika
0: ...was that we had an entirely different show planned again. Again. This time Squared. Because it's like, oh, let's go out the preliminary patch notes early this time.
1: Yeah. So instead of putting them out on Monday like they did with 4.2, they put them out on... What was it, Thursday or Friday? I, I, yeah. I think it was it was Thursday, right after we yelled at Nika for not doing the work we wanted her to do. That's right, that's right. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about if you're listening Starting on the podcast Thursday, and, uh, and waiting for uh, the new patch to download or for the servers to go up. We're going to go over what you can expect here today on Limit Break Radio. It's going to be a show.
0: We also have a, a little taste of something in the news for uh, for the the legacy Square Enix MMOers in us talking about FF eleven. Oh no,
1: I, I, <laughs> I, I, I could just I could just hear the critics now. They're just gonna want. They're just gonna talk about how they missed this game and how it's not FF eleven. <laughs> not
3: be wrong no. yeah.
0: um, <laughs> okay. also everyone should have received their nika postcards uh i came home this morning and it was like
1: on my bed which means that like my grandparents like took it out of the mail and oh, i'm sure that they
3: okay. it's super cute Why i'm sure that you you
1: they like had them? no questions about that whatsoever
3: That's super well, cute.
1: they do i'm glad they kept them to <laughs> themselves <laughs> Anyway, uh, so welcome to Limit Break Radio. Glad to have everyone along uh, Like I said, the studio is Empty. Nobody is here. I'm the only one here Wait, I'm like sitting there Aren't I? N- no, I mean I, th- Yeah, oh, you're okay. talking about the Aorsian Studio. I'm talking way, about actually in The fucking studio.
0: My chair is broken Like I can't like sit in my chair You know the problem you had when you, when you yep, type That
3: happens it, sometimes. Yeah, you sit on
1: the floor It's crazy. I don't know what that is. It's with yeah.
3: your chair Most of the time. I tried sitting in that chair once when you Weren't here and I had the same problem. Fix your game square enix
1: right where is you know
3: that's a good question
1: you guys are talking all over the donation and shit i don't even know why i don't know why it's not Uh, popping up yeah i don't Uh, know why it didn't pop up on my alert box i have it open
3: Hmm. let let, let me
1: let me open them like i had i had the alerts open
3: But it didn't even pop up on his alert box, so it wouldn't pop up on yours either.
1: Oh, you know why? You know why? Oh, the stream key. No, we're logged into Checkpoint Radio. (laughs) Oh! I
0: was going to say, I saw it on the actual
1: stream. Yep yeah Yeah, i have i have that problem too yeah this is annoying this is annoying nobody donate until i fix this shit (laughs) god damn it
0: (laughs) Um, it asking where juxta is that's actually a really good question about a month ago he told us he wouldn't be here for today's show but we didn't really ask him why so he's in the chat he's doing something he's there i see All all right juxta why the fuck aren't you here yeah, Juxta, why aren't you here? Even even Ascalia almost came back to like do a guest spot today
1: and then thought better of it. Because he's a smart man, that's why. He's a dumb woman, but he's a smart man.
0: <laughs> first, of all, first of all, don't you think that's a little much? I mean, dumb and woman, they both get across the same point.
3: I'm... Hey, 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 back the fuck up.
1: All right, I think I've fixed the donations now, so there we go. Someone Sorry.
3: donate and
1: test it. Sorry about that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and test the donations now. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, thanks for joining us, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Glad to have you along. We do have uh, plenty of stuff to talk about. We're going to be going over, uh, you know, the uh, the patch notes, uh, telling you what you can expect with Patch Four Point Three. So that that's going to be exciting.
0: A few surprising things in there, actually. I'm going to be completely honest. There were a really? few things that made me kind of uh, uh, look twice. Yeah.
1: I'm just
3: surprised Jux is not going to be here today. We were having a very interesting discussion that now I wish he would be here for. In yeah.
1: Family. Instead, no, he's shirking his responsibilities and doing something for his stupid baby, I'm sure. Stupid baby.
3: Babies are not stupid.
1: Yes, they are. They, they, yes, he, they the are. The baby
3: has not been alive enough time to grow into their genetic stupidity. It's a
1: baby, Nika. But all, I'm saying I'm saying all babies are inherently stupid. Yeah, no. There's different types of stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as no. it grows up, we're going to really see the extent of the damage. Yeah. Like right now it's just baby
0: stupid, and it's not its fault. It's 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 a tiny human. But as it grows up, it grows into juxta stupid, right? So Yeah. It's different. It's like like when your baby grows up, it'll get Nika stupid.
3: But I'm not stupid. <laughs>
1: nah. You have your own version of stupid. <laughs> I mean you yeah. keep you keep defending Final Fantasy 15. I didn't want to hear about Haine leakage. Thank you.
3: But the, oh, oh, but I'm also very critical about 15.
1: Yeah, but like, you still like it. I, I do. Yeah, see there's 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 the stupid. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to do I need to but to say
3: it you again? I still live in Michigan, so
0: that's so stupid.
1: I live Michigan and sucks. work in Michigan.
0: We don't have the money to move out of Michigan, even if we wanted to. Yeah. I
1: mean, at Doesn't this mean point, at this point, I think it's just, you know, like. Like, I'm uh, what? What is it called? Stockholm syndrome uh, yeah, that's yeah. It's Stockholm syndrome for me at this point. <laughs> I'm actually starting to like it. No. Yeah, I actually like living out here. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, thanks for joining us. Appreciate having you along. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Also, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, uh, LimitBreakRadio.com or iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, where really wherever you download podcasts, you can find Limit Break Radio. Uh, And if you get a second, if you think about it, uh, go ahead and uh, leave us a little review on iTunes. We haven't gotten a review for Limit Break Radio in a while on iTunes. Uh, so of course, we are live, uh, coming to you live from Aorzia. We gotta get the, uh, get the uh, studio up on screen. There we go. That's better. All right, so um, now, okay, w- w- where the fuck are we in this show? I don't even well, uh, know. I don't really lot. quick,
0: uh, I know that I mentioned the, the postcard just briefly earlier, but I was also told by Juxta that we have actually dipped below the $1,300 mark on Patreon by only $9. Yeah, So it's only going to take literally one of you to go over there and give a little something, something. And uh, again, if you do it at that $20 mark, uh, you are eligible for the, the last of Noriko's two postcards, one of which will be juxta and the other of which will be kooky. So, uh, and then
1: the best one, and then we
0: find another artist, right? And then we find another artist. I actually think I already have one lined up. So I just have to, I just have to get in contact with them, but like Noriko has been done with hers since like the beginning of last month so it's been really nice not having to worry about she's a pro she's a
1: goddamn pro <laughs> she is. So, she, she really is, uh, so. yeah huge shout out to uh, Noriko thank you for that um, and uh, yeah patreon.com slash limit break radio if you want to help support uh, limit break radio checkpoint radio uh, kind of all of our various projects uh, we are nine dollars below uh, being eligible for the let's be real podcast and So you guys have got like uh, another week or two. Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, like June... First that we set the deadline As so uh, just a, uh, Actually that's just a little Bit uh, over a week
0: About a week and a half in yeah. about a
1: week and a half uh, And as long as we hit June in that 1300 number uh, The let's be real podcast Will debut And uh, you guys can figure out if uh, If you want to continue supporting from there Or not but uh, we want to be Able to debut it but we've got to kind of Be sticklers on this uh, and Got to say that we have to be we can't just call it close at nine dollars below it's got to be above that 1300 mark so uh, head on over to patreon.com slash limit break radio and uh, support the show uh, we've we're also working on a bunch of other various projects for uh, checkpoint radio mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, you know uh, checking out uh, some some more possibilities for what we can do with uh, with the stream so make sure you visit over at checkpoint of uh, twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio and checkpoint uh to check out all of our work associated with that um, For those that don't know That show was kind of born out of uh, You know really Our, our efforts stemming back all the way to the Final Fantasy 11 version Of this show uh, we've all been Working together at, uh, In various capacities for about 12 Years now and uh, You know we think that we've got a pretty good Show with uh, with Checkpoint Radio is it news time yet? Fuck off. Is there any effects of news? <laughs> no, there's not. Fuck off. Uh, anyway, so uh, it, CheckpointRadio.com to, uh, to to check that out. I, I like It shocks me, the number of LBR loyal that have not checked out Checkpoint Radio. No. Because they hear esports and they go, oh, well, oh, esports isn't my oh. thing it's such a
0: it's such a especially in the streaming component it's such a small section of what we do over there like if you like what you see here on our stream you're gonna like what you see over there as well like like like, guaranteed a hundred percent
1: yeah yep yeah. yeah, absolutely, and and it's not just esports that we cover on Checkpoint. It's actually a fairly well-rounded show that happens to look at esports because we like more than half of our radio station affiliates happen to be sports radio stations. And,
0: and to be fair, too, I feel like when people think of sports radio, they probably think of like you know when, when people are just discussing like raw stats and stuff like that. And, right. and I like to think that our discussions they're far and removed from just like crunching stats and stuff. They're they're really like. Uh, uh, intelligent conversations about how this affects not just the esports scene but sometimes even the gaming scene at large.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh Nika, I, I wanted to uh to talk to you about something that uh that happened the other day. By the way, thank you for that Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh the brand new Patreon uh, subscriber. Uh so I- a couple of fans had gotten a hold of me very very late in the morning uh, a couple of days ago to inform me that you had just left the twitch stream running and gone to bed what esports <laughs> equals feast coverage <laughs> no Stop. no 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 uh so uh, nika what happened
3: um so i thought i just clicked end but apparently i didn't actually click the button that's exactly what happened that was it
0: so you, know, you, you you know you're f- not getting paid for those hours, right?
3: Yes, I know that. Okay, it was not on purpose. Like I like I have the OBS studio up, and it has the 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 preview whether I'm streaming or not. So I thought I had ended, didn't notice. That it, is,
1: it is it is fairly like like since they made the original the preview, OBS, if you yeah. weren't streaming,
3: you couldn't see anything on OBS. Right. Yeah. So like, remove the preview. There's nothing yeah. that tells you that it's actually done. So I thought I clicked end. I must not have actually clicked end, <laughs> so,
0: and I walked away. <laughs> is that whiz? Is that what Wiz seventy uh, nine says? I went to an LBR. Stream last week and only saw a chair in a dirt tart- room. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I wonder how it works because I, ho- I did host somebody so I'm pretty sure did it host them and then when he was done it went back to no, no, the
1: At least she didn't get it on with Senpai on stream by accident. (laughs) That's true. That would have been bad. That would have been terrible. Uh, (laughs) No, but when you host someone, it doesn't take your channel down. It just overlays. it, It lays their channel on top of yours. So if you're still live when they turn their channel off, it'll go back. Everyone just comes back okay yeah. oh interesting you know i i have this weird
0: uh, i guess i guess it's a paranoia but whenever i'm done streaming even when i know i've closed out obs i've turned off like like i've completely exited out of discord i still have to mute my mic and turn my webcam up at the ceiling just, just in, in
1: know, case just just in yeah. case somehow just, i mean hey. i
3: normally close obs but like saran was like come on we have to go watch the aero finale before you fall asleep oh i was like okay my fine God, you should so sleep. so i got up and i went <laughs> to go watch it and i just left it running i'm sorry
1: <laughs> whenever i'm done with my I've stream i've never
3: made that mistake before
1: whenever i'm done with my stream for the night i always fist fight my webcam just because i think it's trying to overtake me oh, i've won what? every time <laughs> i've won every time spying on you yeah you know, sons of bitches <laughs> I just don't want to watch porn and masturbate and have it be turned on. That'd get us in trouble. (laughs) That would be funny, though. I'd laugh at you a lot and then blame you forever for getting our channel banned. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, you know, we were just yelling at Scuro beforehand because I think he was one of the ones that realized what Nika had done, and he had tried to reset the stream key to kick her
1: off. Yeah, that doesn't work, by the way. No, no, it doesn't, which I
0: told him that. I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Apparently, he did anyway. Yeah. You know, I don't. I that's think that's why we were maybe, late. That's
1: why we were late today. If yeah, was I don't wondering. know
0: that, that 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 was entirely Scurrow's fault because he was actually trying to help. He was really, trying he to help. Put that blame on Nika.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I'd no, say no, it's, it's fifty fine. fifty. I
3: own it. I'm, I it was my. Right, blame, I'll never do it. Again.
1: Blame blame Nika for for the show being late today. Fine. Anyway, uh, we would love to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five Limit Break Radio slash Discord. We're going to be talking all about the four point three preliminary patch notes and uh, if you've got an opinion we would love to hear from you again limit break radio on skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 8715 limit slash discord we're still putting lloyd through his paces so make sure that he actually has some goddamn work to do today he's been honestly like it's it's kind of frightening compared to what we're used to how
0: well he's been doing i, uh, I hope I pro- we don't yeah i hope you don't end up with like another Kooky? I know that sounds weird to say, but but I, I, I hope he doesn't get to a point where we rely on him so much that when he eventually dies from a drug overdose, then we're like screwed. We have to go back to Scuro.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, you would think that Skrull would up his game now that he's got competition. Did
0: you, Hold on. Did you notice that when we did the Checkpoint show and uh, podcast Wednesday, Skrull actually did the highlights Wednesday night? No, I didn't notice
1: that. He did. Good he for says, him. He
0: says, oh, it's not a competition. I don't care. Uh huh. I
1: think somewhere deep down, I think he does. I think he does, too. Yeah, <laughs> no. uh-huh. sounds like it's me. All right, let's check out what's going on in FF14 news. This is a limit breaking news update. Oh.
0: So, we don't actually have a whole lot in the way of FF14
1: news, you but we don't do say, have, we do have. Yeah, <laughs> <So> don't say. <laughs> I had no idea. I
0: mean, I could make something up. I could grab from Reddit again if you want. Me no, to. don't, don't, no. Okay, we do have actual news, but it's of the FF eleven variety. Now, uh, Anira, you were actually the the first one I think to uh, to show this to the rest of the LBR crew, and you were pretty excited about it. Yeah. But so we have actual
1: screenshots from
0: the mobile FF eleven game.
1: Yeah. So uh, a, a a couple of new uh, screenshots have come out from uh, Nexon's. Take on deal and I have to say, I mean, I'm showing the, the screenshots right now on stream, I have to say how impressed I am by this. They're pretty. They really are. The, the, one, the one that I am particularly impressed with is uh, the the uh, Hume and the Taru that are looking out at what I'm assuming to be Tarangi Canyon, or Marifatad Mountains, one of the two? Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's the a-
0: Canyon could potentially be Adawa Castle
1: A System error occurred during event movement. <laughs> um,
3: I, I. I think it's Tarongi Canyon.
1: I think I, yeah, I think, I think it's Tarongi. Yeah. Uh, I have, to, dude. I think this is. This looks really great. I would rather. I honestly. I divert some of your development from FF14 and put it <laughs> towards giving a PC client to this thing because I would play this over FF14 at this point.
0: Here's here's my question: Like these aren't like did they? I mean, I don't know how how the, the the technical whatever works, but are these just upscaled, or do you think that they actually had to like
1: do some like redesigning or? Uh, no, I think that they're that they're redesigning uh Vonna from scratch. Wow. yeah, I, I mean, I don't think that you could port those maps in a meaningful way um, and this looks fairly I mean I it's tough to tell the models are damn near the same. Character models that I remember from eleven—they're
0: mm-hmm. much it, smoother. They are. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm specifically looking at the Elvon chick. Yeah, in Jugner, it looks. I think it's Ron Fair, actually. Oh, or Ron Fair? We'll yeah, look. Ron Fair. Yeah. I th-
1: no, I I mean, it's it's really tough to tell. I hope, mm-hmm. I kind of hope that they're doing a ground up approach on it mm-hmm. because that would oh, that would yeah. definitely be cool. I just I, I don't know like I I think I you know when they when they took FF14 and made it its own thing from from uh an FF11 upgrade that was a mistake. Can we can we go back to the 11 upgrade? Can we can we <laughs> I mean can we exchange FF14 for the 11 upgrade? I'd rather have 11 2.0. No, I've actually, no, you, I've you actually knew- been playing fucking 11 for the last week. Off really? Yeah. Why? Because there's shit that I still have to do, and getting so
3: bad. It's not that bad. It's so clunky. Like that was the worst thing. It's so clunky. The UI it was always it was always clunky. I uh, know, but going to 14 with a really smooth UI and then going back into 11 is torture
0: he tried to convince me to get back in just to come open the mage door for him
1: yeah by the way six hours and three five quests later i i figured it out i got it i you know that's the nice part about 11 yes i know i got a key (laughs) fuck off nika where were you
3: two weeks ago Dude, I actually just God uninstalled FF11 to clear space on my computer yesterday. So,
1: well, because you you finished it, you basically did like yeah, I've like done all, all the, the story. Oh. Like, yeah, when you have going, nothing left to do in it.
3: Yeah, right? and I went back and did all of the storylines. I've got. Have you? I did all the story. I didn't do all the end
0: game stuff. Let's uh, let's take a look at our next news story, which is actually related to this uh, because uh, obviously the, the, the screenshots and whatnot have been making the rounds here a little bit, right? Yeah. So there was actually an interview that Silicon Era did with... Um,
1: Please look forward to getting your LBR link Pearl on FFXE Nexus and LBR
0: Season 3 FFXE Radio updated.
2: <laughs> <There you laughs>
0: there. um uh producer uh uh Akihiko mitsui and director yoji fujitsu actually sat down with silkane era because they and they, they had some interesting things to say now, now i'm not going to go through the whole thing but but there were a few snippets of this interview that that were picked out here so uh, a lot of people after seeing these screenshots were like uh can we get like a PS4 version of this or, or Nero, as you said, can we just get FF 11 2 uh, some people are even saying, why not like give us an offline version at least so that we can, you know, play through everything, you know, at, at like our, our, on our own time and whatnot. So a few things they mentioned uh, that now that they're only managing the PC version, the team size for FF 11 has shrunk considerably.
1: So and- it's just these two guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This is the entire team right here.
0: Uh, The remaining staff felt that the world of Von DL would die if they didn't continue working on it. So instead, they decided that they want to just die
1: working on this game forever. So me and Carl just got uh, this game dumped in our lap. Another Nika all-nighter. And uh, so we're trying to figure out how to make uh, some cutscenes for it. And uh, it's going to be cool. Yep, there
0: are plans to add more to the story. The team currently has members studying cutscene tools, so they might be able to start adding new story soon. What do you think about that, Nika?
3: I don't know. I feel like Rhapsody's Avena deal was like the definite ending of the game. Like they managed to bring back every character for a whole bunch of sequences of story events, and just it felt like a conclusion. Now hang on. Anything that these two people can do. I feel like... There's more than two two
1: people. (laughs) Stop it. Now, hang on. Hang on, Nika. It's
3: not going to feel the same.
1: This is the same woman that has defended the what-if scenario DLC for FF15. Not true.
3: I actually hate the what-if scenarios. I really, really hate them. I love all the other ones. Even the what-if scenario and the Iggy shit, I hate it. hate it a lot.
1: They need Eleven Mobile to give me something to do while AF King and Train. There you go.
3: I have not defended the what if scenarios. Don't give me that. Uh
0: I feel like she did. I feel like she did. Yeah, I don't know.
3: I don't. I don't think. I hate the what if scenarios. Uh You can go back on my Facebook when they announced it and Uh watch how much I'm bitching about it. Uh-huh. i don't i don't defend that at yes, all. well they, they they do mention too for
0: future content updates which i didn't actually didn't even realize because i thought after rhapsody that yeah that was like the last major big content yeah,
3: they're update. just doing quality uh, of life and like little tiny things like uh, new mounts and new like, well
0: I, I actually think that, that their plans are they want to do more because it says the final fantasy Eleven team wants to wisely use what they have and work on content that hasn't been played recently or places that haven't been visited in a while and make them more lively
1: I mean, uh-huh. i uh, that's probably a good idea. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm a bit skeptical on what they can still do with this system. That's fair.
0: Uh, I think one thing that uh, I sort of respect them for is they said, you know, obviously the development cost for MMORPGs is higher than what, what most people expect. Even for FF11, they said that they want to make it very clear they are not going to turn to crowdfunding.
1: Wait, can... An can a really tri-
3: company like that crowd? Can team?
1: a AAA developer do that? Is that
0: a, I mean, is that an option for them? Did, didn't Sony do it with Shenmue to I,
1: gauge interest? Hang on. Hang on. Now, hang on. As I understand that situation, Sony basically said, listen, go and crowdfund it. We're going to help you promote it. And if you don't get there, we're going to make up the difference. That's oh, really that's how I understood it. Right. Mm. So, like, you know, the people on either side of that of that shouting match kind of you know it's 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 kind of of a moot point but i mean like to say hey ff11 is going crowdfunding i mean like that would be bizarre is there any like rules or laws against it
3: no because i guarantee you right now if se put out a crowdfunding that says we get enough money we will make a pc offline version of f11 for all the nostalgic fans to jack off to everyone will donate to it. I, I
0: don't know that they they would, because actually the, the, the very next uh, bullet point that I've ha- I have here is they say that there are many voices of those who want an offline version of Final Fantasy XI, but moving XI to modern hardware would require building and repairing technologies from scratch, and doing so for the sheer volume of the game would be very costly. Right. So
3: depending That's on how... That's what I'm saying. If they crowdfunded it, they could do it.
0: Mm. I don't know if they would be able to crowdfund quite that much. I, I don't, Square Enix has lost yeah. a lot of their, I think, fan power recently. I think,
1: I, I think, yeah, I don't think that they would get the the money that they need to be able to do the project. And, and that's not even necessarily
0: is. just on Square Enix because even when it comes to kickstarting and crowdfunding video games, like that's a very uh, uh, um, costly in in in. Uh, uh, Oh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Because uh, it goes it belly up so many times. I think a lot of people would look at that sideways and be like, I, I don't know. That's probably not the best choice, honestly.
1: I don't know. I'm curious about what the mobile client is going to bring to the table because, you know, I, and and I think PUBG Mobile really had to make me kind of, you know, take pause and and reevaluate, you know, how quickly or not I'm blowing off the idea of. That's a mobile fair. game because of the platform. You know, now I mean is is PUBG Mobile perfect? No, but it's it is a it is such a remarkably good translation of what the PC version does that it makes me kind of go, okay, maybe FF11 on on phone hardware may not be the dumpster fire that I originally imagined that it would be.
0: That's fair. Uh, it, it'd probably get me if it's able to also be played on tablets to reinvest in a tablet. I have just something against playing on super tiny screens, but but it, it's hard to argue that you're right. Both FF Eleven and uh, PUBG Mobile, after having played it as well, was unlike anything that I had ever considered mobile
1: gaming. Yeah, it it really kind of drove home like okay, this is kind of a I, I got to take this platform a little bit more seriously. You know, so, I mean, in terms of in terms of processing power, I do think that, you know, mobile hardware does have the ability to process what FF 11 graphics were essentially.
0: And depending on how popular it is, because I I have no idea, I don't think they've discussed anything relating to, you know, what it's going to cost to play this or or whatnot but depending on how successful it is that could be i don't want to say a second life for
1: 11 but you know it could give it a few more months before pulling the plug you know as i'm looking more and more at at these screenshots from the mobile version right i I, because and especially when we're looking at the one with uh uh, the the wide shot of what may either be marifatade or tarangi (laughs) I think, Kahlo, when you asked whether or not the the uh, character models were upscales, they may be because they're so loyal to the source material. However, That's fair. however. Where have you ever seen this in fauna deal like this Exact location right and that's like, the thing I Feel like they're in a space that I don't Know that in
0: exactly. ff 11 we Could get to right.
3: right especially Because a lot of FF 11's Textures were repeated throughout big zones And I exactly like this doesn't look Like repeated texture to me. I think
1: I think That they're they may be redesigning The world for oh. A mobile environment and taking Some original art assets and Animation keyframes To be able to, to borrow from that's oh, what i think oh man that's what i think oh i can't believe that i might be getting back into DL after all this time uh, honestly though i mean and 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 i say this after playing the PUBG mobile version just because of the kind of inherent limitations of mobile hardware i do hope that there is a pc version of this i do yes. hope that there is a pc client for this because i would much rather spend you know time in front of my in front of my pc then come home and jam some quests out on my phone and like, i'm trying
3: to figure out how the online portion is going to work because we know it's not an mmo on mobile but they you know i assumed it would be like a mission-based thing where you queue up with people like monster hunter type of thing but i'm looking at that one of the chocobo in a uh, which it looks like they're inside or right outside of uh, uh what's it fucking sandoria and there's Multiple people just running in the background behind them Yeah Which also makes me feel there's like also- it's not It's not just a hey let's queue up with people Through the online server It's like right. there's actually people there Which <laughs> makes it feel more like an MMO So I'm not really sure where they're going with It this.
1: could it could be a hub and spoke You know like if the city zones could be Where you oh, interact okay, with other maybe. people And then you'd party up and go out into the main world That could be it I, I mean oh, okay. Guild Wars functioned on kind of the same logic But did you guys notice that red chocobo In the background <laughs> I want that red chocobo. I want that red chocobo. Yeah,
3: I had a blue chocobo in full oven. I had a green one. Yeah, you but had, they... You had, to, you had to raise them yourself. Yeah, oh. you had
1: to raise them yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was a pain in the deck. I hated that fucking. And then dunkle.
3: they had, and after so long, they died. But you could still like whistle them back. It was sad. So and and dunkle.
1: Yeah, that's dunkle. what you choke about was dunkle. I just said funk fucking dunkle. Fucking <laughs> dunkle. Um, and it, but also you know, looking at the screenshot of the the Mithra running away from the two orcs, that also does not. I mean, it generically no, no, looks right like it it's out, f-
3: out of Vonadil. No. No, I'm trying to think of what the name of it is. It's um, it was the Orc Beastman um stronghold area. I cannot think. They of it. They didn't have any. Yes, yes, bridges? they did. Yes, they did. Yeah, they, they, did. Did. Yeah, they had um, bridges.
1: Galesh- someone remind me what they it is. Galeshba, Galeshba outpost. Galeshba outpost. Yeah. Galeshba outpost. Yeah, yeah
3: I, I believe that's where that is. I,
1: I'm just saying that exact bridge. Not quite sure. Also, uh, in in the final screenshot where we've got a couple of people fighting the tortoise, we've got this cave in the background. I don't remember a yeah, whole I lot that of cave too. I don't re- remember a whole lot of caves in FF11.
0: Well, usually I feel like caves like that ended up being zones into other places. Like that's where, true. They uh, were zones Or zoned into where you could fight Adamantois
1: yeah. It I mean, could me yeah, Sirocco yeah. and M spawned? Okay. Yeah, there was all right. A cave
3: there and that was a zone line.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I'm really interested in this. Oh, uh, I am too now. Damn it. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, womp, I've womp. always been
3: interested in this as long as they do it right.
1: I mean, that that is that's of I mean, course they, the caveat.
3: Well, right, but did they also said that we wouldn't be able to port our characters over. Correctly Correct. Correct. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. That mm-hmm. uh, that also makes me think that it's, it's okay, it gives me a, a chance to play something it, yeah.
3: other than a human. I got so bored of my human.
1: She was ugly too.
3: No, she wasn't. I made her look like me. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I have purpose. I picked one that looks close to me. You're a jerk. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's uh, that's
0: all that we have in FFMMO news. That's what we're gonna call it today. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Uh, So we also got the uh, preliminary patch notes for patch 4.3. Most people listening to this show are going to be listening to it, waiting for 4.3 to drop or uh, the day before or waiting for servers to go up. So we might as well talk about what we can expect for patch 4.3 called Under the Moonlight. Now, now, uh,
0: a few things that I wanted to just remind people of as much as big as this this patch seems. Remember, we are not getting it all at once. They're putting us on a slow drip in order to keep the content alive for a prolonged period of time. So the weapons refrain ultimate, you're not getting that till 4.31, which only like 2% of the player population is going to play it anyway. Uh, In 4.35, that's when we will get heaven on high, the new uh, deep dungeon and and more Hildebrand adventures, which this,
1: this, I think I honestly, this is the one that pisses me off the most. The because patch the brand? no no the Heaven on High P- patch four point three five should be the second Eureka drop. I and agree. We, and and we the should heaven be on High
3: should be maybe like a couple weeks after the drop of the patch.
1: Oh, I, see. I would even say I I I would say that it's pretty egregious that it's not in with patch four point three proper. Or even four point three one because literally only the top echelon of raiders are are getting that.
3: Yeah, I, I think it could drop easily with four point three one, and I, that I would. Make it.
1: I mean, I I I agree with you, but at the same time, I'm also I also think that it should be in four point three proper.
3: Now, now who? Okay, so their original statement was because they think that players will be so busy with the content, we are delaying. Do you think that actually means we're actually not ready to release it yet? So?
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> why are you asking that question? The Duh. the only actual. Duh. Content that
0: you will be playing, like when the patch drops, is you'll get you'll do your MSQs, which you'll have done. You know, let's pretend you're kooky, which you'll have done in a week, okay? And then you obviously have your alliance raid that you'll do once per week. And then maybe your beast tribe quests. There's really not that much content where you have to.
3: Well, there's gotta be some kind them. of primal you can dog farm. <sighs>
0: great because that's content the exact same fight over and over and over again oh for you it is never mind
1: yeah but this um, but again this exposes the problem of having a valid eye level range right like Mm -hmm. if we have no lateral progression and we have no choices to make right it's it's basically just grind towards the next eye level you've got a limited high-level range that's even relevant. So the content that you put in, you've got to figure out how to properly reward it. That's the biggest problem that Square Enix has had ever since even going back to A Realm Reborn, properly incentivizing participation in their content. And, you know, they've been so is-
0: snaky about this, too, because I remember back in, like, the 2.0 range, we get, like, like the the first time I can remember it happening was with uh, 2.0 was it three, five where we got the second part of the story. Right. Right. And then as stuff's coming out, it's like, Oh, we had to delay something. So you're going to get this in a half patch or you'll get bug fixes in an off patch. And this is the first time where they've been like, here's all the stuff we're giving you, but here, here, here and here, like they've worked their way up to this. So gradually that this, this just seems like business as usual.
1: I I think it's disappointing.
0: It is. It is absolutely disappointing. Yeah. I just, I guess I feel, I feel, I don't know if tricked is the right word. I mean, looking at it now, it, it, it makes sense to me, but but I definitely feel like the way that they went about this was to purposely try and make us feel like, no, 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 this is normal now. Just giving you your portions little by little by little, spacing them out for you. So uh, moving on, uh, let's talk about the MSQ here. Uh, the full chain of quests that it has sits at seven, which... Um, not to jump too far ahead, but that is the exact same amount of quests that the
3: Namazu Beast Tribe has. The Beast Tribe is going to have way more than that. Because <laughs> from my experience of how the Beast Tribe quests work, each tier has between three and six, and there's going to be five different levels at least?
0: I just... I don't know. When when I was reading through these patch notes and I saw that the MSQ has as much uh, uh, quest structuring in it as the little fish
1: people that oh, want to make a Weedaboo festival.
3: Oh, I think it's the... Um, that's the level of quests, not the actual quests that you do. In- no,
1: but I, but, I, but I mean, in terms of development for how much content you're going to be doing, you know what I mean? Like, it does seem yeah. disproportionate, and it also seems dinky. Seven quests for MSQ? Like, uh, uh, in 3.0, we were getting, like, quest chains that had 11 quests on them. In addition to maybe a trial in a dungeon as well. Yeah. What is going on with this game? What is going on with the development of this game? Are they diverting resources to a different game? Is this to, in order for Kingdom Hearts 3 to come out? What is going on? Honestly, the slide in content has been more drastic than any other MMO than I've seen in 10 years. And and,
0: and, and I, I can't 100% tell here, too, but uh, uh, I'm not actually sure if... Do you guys think that the Swallow's Compass is going to be involved in the MSQ, or do you think it's going to be part of the Four Lords Chronicles of a New Era quest? Definitely line? Four Lords. Yeah, yeah. Four, four Lords, for sure. Okay, so what this tells me is that that basically this MSQ is just going to be more character bullshit of characters I don't care about. But
3: also, the way that it worked before is you it, the main story quest came to that point and it was part of the main stories sort of also or like branched off at a certain point so that once you couldn't do the dungeon until you got to a certain point in the story and then you would get I mean, I okay, I guess
0: yes, that they'll kind of, on the side it'll sort of be like attached to it, but you know, looking looking at these two screenshots that they have here with uh, Hien and Yetsuyu and Sh- should I know who that dude behind Elphinau uh, is? Which picture are you looking at? It's right at the very top. Playable content, quests, new main scenario, quests have been added.
3: Uh, duh, 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 scroll, duh. Uh, he's a Garland. Oh. <laughs> yeah, God I don't, don't recognize <laughs> I don't know. I don't, no, I don't recognize him either. <sighs> okay, they're just... I don't know something about these screenshots like, like all
0: I'm picturing now is going through that same shit that I did the, the, the last MSQ full disclosure. The last MSQ cutscene that I watched was when you're walking around with Nanamo and she's being all emo about how she's not sure if she can rule without having uh, 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 a Bond bar by her side and like questioning herself and shit. That was so fucking boring to me that I skipped all the other cutscenes. and just what I'm seeing so far right here in, in, what little bit we could make out of from the the under the moonlight uh uh trailer
1: i'm not excited about the msq whatsoever like it feels like a chore yeah no i i mean i think seven quests uh is for me personally like I'm kind of all all right with that because I don't give a shit about what's going on in the MSQ. Okay, so it's like get
0: the bright side. Yeah, I, like like it. I, can, I like I can it. just
1: blow through it. But I think that that's fairly <laughs> inexcusable for an MMO in 2018. That's that's putting out a major patch.
0: Well, and but but, I mean, what are they supposed to do? I mean, come on, we 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 liberated two nations from Garlemald at the start of the expansion. I don't know. Do something. Top that. Move
1: move us towards the next uh, the next conflict. I don't know what the fuck. Like like it. it, it, uh, The fact that I don't know where this is going to me tells me that the writers don't know where this is going either. So they're just faffing about in these in these patch uh msq I, 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 like just fucking get us get us through this shit get us to the next you know
0: thing. what more so the fuck fact band. that and we talked about this on the last show i think the fact that we don't really care where it's going means that they're not even properly building anything for us god you might be right fuck they're just faffing around until what the next expansion
1: yeah pretty much uh and and uh like what are what are they even going to do for the next expansion? That's going to be interesting. Like what have they done in this We're series? We're
3: going to obliterate Garlemald in the first what, patch.
1: But what have they done in ah. this series of of narratives to set us up to be ready for that, or to to really even want that?
3: Maybe that's why Zenos is coming back.
1: Oh my god. He's gonna
0: help lead us into Garlemald. We've been thinking about it all wrong, guys. He's an ally now. No,
3: no, 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 not that. I'm just saying he's here to do something so bad and prove to us that Garlemald is up to something bigger than we assumed in the first place. And... We're gonna nice. then be like, no, fuck all the Garleans. Let's go beat them. That's no, you're,
0: you're you're giving them too much credit. They're not yeah. setting it up at all. No. The next expansion will just start, and they'll be like, well, let's go get old now. Uh, no,
1: honestly, you know what yeah, I think? Their no, their stop.
3: Last patch, four point five 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 seven or whatever will will lead us into it. Nope. Tonight.
1: No, I don't think so. I think that this is all going to just peter out. All of our storylines are going to peter out and resolve themselves so that when the next expansion comes out, they can have a completely fresh storyline to set from. And that will encourage people to buy more jump potions.
0: Now, okay. first of all, there's a part of me that's like if they wanted to just be like, fuck all this story, let's just start fresh might not be the worst idea for them
1: i mean
3: no that would be really bad
1: i think it would be really bad Uh, i mean uh, like how do they how do they fuck uh, that up though right like we're sitting here
0: complaining about how we're not we're not grabbed by this story right that we have no investment in the characters or their plates or anything like that if they do just start fresh with a whole new story it's 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 a fresh slate at least
1: yeah, but I mean, like, like they, dude, they're really going to get raked over the coals for these last series of, of MSQs then, because it's, uh, how do you, uh, you know, like, it, you need to be able to set up for the next thing. Obviously, Square Enix is really bad at that. Square Enix is really mm-hmm. bad at transitioning from one thing to another, from one setting to another, because look at how bad, the, look at how poorly they did it between 3.0 and 4.0. Throughout the entire expansion, it was like it was dra- li- hey Dragon Song War, Dragon Song War, Dragon Song War, Warriors of Light. What the fuck? And then Alamigo Done. You think they would have had a, a a more solid plan, knowing
0: going into Stormblood that we're going to be separated between two fucking continents?
1: I don't think they fucking have a plan. No, I think, I no. think they're making the shit up as they go along. Ugh. That's the and that's the part that fucking bothers me. Like if and 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 if they said that, if they just came out and said that like, yeah, listen, we're we're way past the point where we had a plan <laughs> yeah, no for the man. story and now we're just tap dancing to figure out what we want to get to, I would respect that. I would I actually oh, might even God. be a little bit impressed with that. Because in 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 in, in uh, like with that context, it's actually not that bad. It's like it's passable. Right?
0: Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think what it does is it, just, it, it, it further, for, for me, strengthens the, theor- the theory that the way that the development works, whether you're creating actual cutscenes, whether you're the ones writing the story, I think that everything is so disjointed and compartmentalized that let's say that you're the one who's actually writing. Like, they're like, all right, we need you to write the, the, the storyline for the Four Lords quest line for 4.3, right? I don't think that that person gets to see the full big picture you know again this is something that, that we've mentioned in regards to um uh, nika's uh, uh monk guy being left out of things right that they don't have access to all the information so they're really just putting on a sort of a bare bones minimum mind that should fit in there you know nicely and it really comes through as being disjointed and, and it makes it seem like they have no direction
1: they don't i don't think that they do they're rudderless it it's like a boat without a rudder they have no way to be able to steer where the fuck they're going and the, it's clear now to the audience that they have no idea yeah no. yeah I'm, if it, I, I, if it wasn't clear if it wasn't made abundantly clear by the train wreck of a storyline that ended the 3.0 series of series of patches then it has been laid bare for all to see in these storm blood patches.
3: Yeah, like Gisella said, Garland's pale in comparison to knowing about other worlds in the Ascians. And I feel like that is such a good point. The fact that they revealed the existence of the other worlds in, in like dimensions at the end of 3.0, 3.x. And then now we're just like, yeah, okay, but we're going to go deal with our petty little squabbles on our one little earth without oh knowing about the The greater conflict of all of the worlds yeah. I just feel like it's a really big oversight on our
0: part that is it's such a yes. great point like we're not even dealing with actual issues we're just following around the other characters as they deal with their own personal issues yeah,
3: yeah it's like we have our all, yeah and like you know the garlands are horrible and all of this stuff needs to be liberated blah 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 but when we know that these worlds are completely dying and we are the source world there should be something that we now as a warrior of light he was kind of ascended past i don't want to say we're more than immortal but we kind of are to the point where we know what god knows that we should now be able to help in some way assist with that conflict but instead we're like no let's just go liberate one it's gone yeah time. yeah and i just feel like that that's not i feel like they should have waited to drop the multiple world things like four more experiences down the line that way like and then they could turn the conflict into something bigger yeah but now that we know about the bigger conflict and then we're reverting back to the smaller conflicts it just feels really disjointed
1: no it does it, it, it's uh, quite frankly it's one of the uh, one of the most disjointed narratives in a long-term sense that I've ever experienced in an MMO like I, I dude I've been playing uh Elder Scrolls online and I am shocked just going through and questing I am shocked by how well the story that they're laying out is hanging together like shocked i've I, i've never never thought that you know uh uh bethesda told a particularly tight storyline right it that's, always yeah, that's it, fair. It, it, it always felt like it was on you to be able to figure out, you know, what it is you're going next, and 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 it's sort of like you're you're kind of dr- the engine that's driving the story. It was right? always
0: very easy to, to sort of lose sight, like whether it was exactly. in Fallout or Skyrim. You know, days later, all oh, right, gotta kill that dragon.
1: Exactly. So you know, playing Elder Scrolls Online, I expected a lot of the same thing, and I think in early levels, I got a lot of that. But as I'm continuing on, and I'm starting to like pick up on more and more of where the you know what I'm, what the game wants out of me because it doesn't make that explicit. Um, I, I'm I'm really surprised by how tight the storyline is that they're telling, uh, and 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 I think it's quite enjoyable. Um, you know, you compare that to the, some of the the side quests and the flavor quests that you get out of FF14 because I've been doing them in tandem. Right, I never did any of the Stormblood quests. I just did the MSQ to be able to barrel to. You know, level cap, right? So mm-hmm. I'm going back and taking my machinist through a lot of the FF14 questing. And it just, it pales in comparison because I feel like the side quests don't get the amount of attention it, like even a quarter of the attention that some of the msq does the msq doesn't even hold together very well there's only little bits and pieces of ff14 quests that i even remember that even stand out to me and i've been fucking reading i've been trying i've been wanting to do a comparative analysis of the quest system between the two games for weeks now and i just like ff14 it was a game that held so much narrative promise at A Realm Reborn and delivered that throughout all of 2.0. And then 3.0, it started to falter a little bit. And After the the, the the actual expansion drop. So I, I would say like with 3.1. 3.2
0: is where, is,
1: is, where yeah. is where I noticed it, really. And by the time we got to Warriors of Darkness, it, there were some glaring narrative issues and nika just hit the nail on the head with that is that we were given we were given way too much information that was an info dump that we didn't need that has not paid off
3: for that much information yes
1: and it hasn't paid off in any narrative sense so it made it was purposeless. If, if
3: they wanted us to go there, I feel like we would have had to liberate everything, take down Garlemald, make everyone kind of feel like we're at peace. And then boom, all of a sudden there's a greater world conflict and then the oh. world can work together against whatever the Ascians are doing. That would have been like so We would good. have needed that whole buildup before the info dump of the other worlds. It, it, it feels like it was backwards. And I don't, I don't know why they made this decision. It was a bad one.
0: Yeah. Have we even seen the ASEAN like have they actually done anything this expansion? It's a good
1: question. I, I think outside no. of I think outside of what was it, the king reacting to someone? To him taking his mask off. Right. Or something. We don't yeah, we, yeah. but we don't know for sure what that is. That was
3: the end of the four proper right. credit scene. Right. After credit scene. Yeah. So th- they really haven't done anything. And again, though the Asians are presented to us, especially during the two point X storyline as kind of like the big bads, like they captured Minfilia, they took over Thancred, like they did all of that stuff. Yeah. And now we're just letting them do whatever they want. while we go and deal with our petty squabbles again, like I don't feel like we are fully understanding the the shit that's going down, and I feel like that's a really bad oversight in all of the scions part because they should be more aware of this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But no, no. Uh, hey, the the other the neighborhood across the sea really needs some help, guys. Yeah, Suyu's really sad about stuff. We have to fix her. We're being the 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 universe is being consumed by light. But yet, oh no, we got we got some 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 some
3: Amnesia to deal with over Yeah, here. we
1: got we got some real estate <laughs> issues that we got to solve. Like Jesus uh, Christ, dude. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, Nika,
0: you you and Juxta, and, and I really wish that he would have been here for this. We we we, Me we mentioned it a little little earlier, but uh, you guys sort of I, I think noticed something with the patch notes. Uh, the the Four Lords storyline, which uh, we've we've you know seen. Uh, Genbu, uh, we fought Biaku now, and um now we're being pointed towards not sure who, but Tenzin. We we we, we think is coming in. Can you yep. talk to us a little bit about what you and Juxta were? we're sort of discussing
3: exactly we were trying to decide based on the patch notes if the new four lords is going to be simply a dungeon boss or an actual right
0: because we know that we're getting a trial but on the patch notes it's triple question mark so we don't know who it is right
3: and and the thing is we know we're getting a dog but the thing is is that you know juxta made a good point I can't believe I'm saying that. In preparing this, three point three, where we got the Nidhog fight, it ended the storyline, and then we got the the, the hard mode of Nidhog, where the mount dropped. And he's saying, you know, Zenos is back. If this mirrors that at all, which it's Square because it's going to, this is going to be the end of the Doma shit. We're going to get a showdown. Like, there's no way we're not going to have a showdown with Zenos. And then you don't think that we're then going to get another trial with Zenos? Um, versus when we look at the the four lords, like little notes here. It's it's hard to tell if if it's just going to be a boss or if it's going to be a trial. Or yeah, it's, it's be it's,
1: both. I don't think it's, I, I definitely don't see any evidence of it being a trial.
3: <laughs> because it, I mean, there it's is literally just a like boss. a quest.
1: Yeah, honestly,
3: it's always a quest. It looks like a
1: flashback. That's all it
0: looks like. I mean, it does say, by the way, tortoise in time. So there's probably at least going to be some form of echo time travel. maybe. Yeah,
3: yeah, because you see the the flashback of Tenzin. So we already know Tenzin stuff was all in the past. Right. That's definitely something's going to happen there. But like, as you know, as what happened in the past, we fought Genbu as the boss. And then we fought Biako as the trial. And then the the one that dropped the mount was uh, uh, the, the bard. rehash of it. Um, So it could be that like this time we get like Seiryu and then we get Suzaku as a trial where we get Seiryu as a dungeon boss or we just get one lord because we also know there's going to be whatever that big bad one is that the four lords are protecting like the bigger badder guy that we don't (laughs) even know right? So it could be that we get two of them now then we get the big one later or we get one is a it done I, it's it's hard to say
0: i don't know why they don't just give us the 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 title of it like it's going to be some some big spoiler like okay we we know that a if is coming back we we should probably have to fight him right yeah and the fact that you're giving us genbu and Biaku, we know Serio or suzaku is coming next right? it, one it of is, those it's not a spoiler it is
3: strange because we did know originally at least with thornton i don't think we knew that shinryu was going to end up being the boss when we fought thordon originally but i know or not thordon when we fought zenos originally but i know originally with thordon i feel like we knew there was going to be a thordon fight and we also knew that we were going to have a bianca fight we were talking about how stupid he looked before the patch even dropped yeah no
1: we got we we got got those those in notes yeah
3: yes so i'm not entirely sure why we don't get to know if we're fighting zenos or suzaku or serio it seems a little bit strange that it would be a spoiler Mm -hmm. um so i'm not sure why they're hiding it exactly
1: yeah, it's going to be I don't know. Uh, I I think it's going to just be uh, a lead to a more scene. disappointment more than anything else. I mean, if 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 you ask me like aren't, aren't they kind of running out of time to to f- pay off the four lords?
3: Well, Storyline and they could they could do I mean, a dungeon boss and a trial this time like they did last time and then yeah. give us the big bad guy in a couple patches, but I don't know. I,
1: I I it's I mean, yeah, it sounds like We we may get them in tandem next time to to lead up to the big bad. And I'm kind of curious who they're going to make the big bad.
3: Yeah, because they (laughs) said there's some guy like all four of the lords were like keeping the seals locked on like the bigger batter guy, right? Ooh, I can't. I but I don't know. I mean, and also we don't know exactly how Tenzin's story ended either, and so we're kind of getting little pieces of that.
0: What what what, what's his connection exactly?
3: I'm trying to remember get that one cut scene after you beat the dungeon where Genbu explains it to you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's a human who had somehow came across them. He was an outcast from his own town. Right. And ended up um, like he was cast out. Like he was banished and like he ended up not like taming them, but like being friends with them. I remember he was like actually good friends with Biako, and like Biako went crazy. I don't know. Like there was a whole tie in I'm not, but I don't think we know exactly where Tenzin's story leads. Yeah, there, he teamed up with the four lords to lock this beast away. Then
0: I, I feel like this tortoise in time could very much be a uh, Genbu basically maybe filling us in on, yeah. on the rest of it. Yeah,
3: because you see the picture and, there, and you yeah. see the black and white like, thing of Tenzin. You think we're just going to get a quest and not any of the lords? Uh, look what they did yeah. to Hildebrand. Yeah. Don't think that, you don't think the boss, though, of um, Swallow's Compass is going to be one of them?
1: No. Uh-uh. No, I don't think so.
3: Because we just said at the beginning we thought the dungeon was going to be related to four lords. If it is, at least the dungeon boss will be one of them.
0: See, I oh, I, I would was... put another one at the end of a dungeon. That's, just... That's what I'm
3: saying. Pro- they probably will. It'll be Genbu in a dungeon, Biako as a trial, although we got them at the same time. I, They're going to put another one as a dungeon and then another one as a trial. I
1: honestly wouldn't. I wouldn't be that surprised if this was rolled into the dungeon much like it was with Genbu. Right, where yeah. we have to flag the quest. The quest is what gives us access to the dungeon, and then the cutscene comes at the end of the dungeon. It's Square Enix's lazy little way of tricking us as players to make th- make us think that we got more content than we did.
3: Again, I will be very upset about this unless one of those is a dungeon boss, which leads into a trial, much like Genbu to be did. If we get like Suzaku as a boss and Saria as a trial, or vice versa i would be okay with that. But I just, I don't see anything here that says that that's, what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I me mean neither. Yeah, no,
0: well, that's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I'm that I actually am looking forward to in, in this whole, whole patch is of course our return to evil East, the yes. run lighthouse. Um, now if you look underneath here, there, there's actually what, one, two, three, four, five quests that, uh, uh, apparently have to do with this. And, and even going into Rabanassi, there was actually quite a lengthy, uh, uh quest series that you had to go through. Now, maybe I'm looking at this wrong. You guys are going to have to let me know if, if I'm reading the way patch notes are set up, but it, it, it basically these five quest things, it, it seems like they, they follow the Ridorana, right? You must first complete a city fallen. And then that gives you access to the next one, which you have to complete uninvited. Right? So they, they sort of precede each other. The last one has a level requirement of one.
3: Is that, Is that weird, or am I looking into that too much? Oh, what? Okay, it's also possible, keep in mind, pre-patch notes have a lot of typos. So it is possible that was a mistake.
0: Okay, yeah, because all the other ones are like Disciple of War Magic, level 70, level 70, then this one's like level (laughs) 1. I mean, not that it matters, because you have to be level 70 to complete the other ones as as well, but that was just a... Weird thing
1: maybe it dumps a shit Maybe it dump loads it dumps A uh, shitload of XP As a reward and You want to get that on a job That's not pinned at 70
3: now i think it's a mistake because like there's been times this these patch notes are pretty good but a lot of times i've noticed like letters jumbled and words misspelled and things in the prelim patch notes that are fixed by the time the real patch notes drop
0: yeah why give you free xp when you can just go to the cash shop and pay for it
3: <laughs> i think this is just, just a typo uh
0: this next one here new side story quest have been had this triple question mark i think that is our uh our trial um it does say though that players must first complete a main scenario quest. But you
3: also had to do that, that for Biaco as well, right? Like you so, had to do the main scenario you know. and you had to do the dungeon. But then again, that was kind of what was leading Juxta to think that that was like a Zenos thing. Mm. It, it makes sense if they. Yeah. Like, this is si- well, this is side story quest. This is not the main story quest. New side story quests have been added, and then they said you must first complete a main scenario quest. And it will become available after progressing through the four by three main scenario. That to me looks like a quest for for the four
0: lords. But it doesn't mean that it's a
3: trial, it's just a quest.
0: So I think I'm going to put my money on something four lords related. Even even with Zenos coming back, I don't know that they would make us fight him the patch he comes back.
3: Yeah, especially because, like, thinking about it, Shinryu. Was Zenos like Zenos became Shinryu, and then we got the refight with Shinryu for the X mode. So I think that that might already kind of count because we didn't have an earlier like Nidhog fight at all, it just happened. Well, I mean, I guess that's not true, we had it in the, <laughs> the airy dungeon, but uh, <laughs> in terms of a trial and like a rehash, we already got that,
0: yeah. But but the 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 ultimate Shinro or the extreme Shinryu fight, what doesn't that wasn't that through the the bard
3: yeah all the all the um savage modes are extreme modes yeah
0: so those those aren't like considered canon like we didn't get a rematch with him we went to the bard and he's like tell me the story well yeah yeah but that's that's
3: the thing now is that like we get the the main one through the story and then right. the bard has the savage mode or whatever the
0: um, right so our rematch wasn't an actual rematch well, with yeah but neither what I mean yeah
3: I mean if you look at our match with Nidhog in the area as an actual fight against Nidhogg, then sure but I feel like what Juxton and I were discussing was that in three point three we got the regular Nidhog fight and then the bard version and he's thinking that because this is four point three we're gonna get a regular Zenos fight and then a bard version same thing with Thornton. Mm. but i don't know
0: i still think i'm gonna put my money on on the four lords fight i think that uh, but do
3: you, I, think do you think it's gonna be a dungeon you think it's gonna actually be a trial it's gonna be a, we might fuck we might get both See, oh, was it, could, was it but it doesn't seem and, like there's enough boxes here even with the question mark if you look at the requirements for them it doesn't seem like there's enough boxes for oh no 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 no, no, no and swallow's then a storyline fight and a savage fight and something was then like i don't think
0: put Siri or suzaku at the end of swallow's compass right and then similar to how genbu sent us to fight biaku they then send us to fight whoever the second one was and then there your your four lords have been revealed
1: but didn't they say whatever the primal fight that we have this time is not connected to the four lords didn't they confirm that in the last live letter did they? In one of the live letters, I, I sort of feel like they did. Hmm. Because I feel like I feel like, yeah, that it was confirmed early on that whatever, whatever, you know, primal like fight, you know, basically circle mm-hmm. circle room, big baddie. Whatever that is, is not going to be connected to the four lords. Yeah, Upt uh, is it, saying it, that he di- that they did. Yeah, they said that. I'm, see, I'm not fucking okay. crazy. All right.
0: All right. I never said you were crazy. Calm down, buddy. Calm down. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel like if they're trying to keep whatever this trial is such a secret for it to be a spoiler, I do feel like it, it wouldn't be four lords related, right? Because, again, with the four lords, everybody knows who they're going to be. Right. But if it's Zenos, I feel like we, we know that he's came back. If we but we fight don't know him, why or how or what. Okay, so. but if we end up fighting him, that's not going to surprise anyone. No. So why this, why this, bother
1: hiding it like that? Yeah. yeah. So this trial could be some type of huge swerve. Yeah, I don't know. It I think we're, be, I think,
3: but do you think it will be. I think they just didn't want to put anything because the name of the quest is going to be something that happens in the storyline, and they just What didn't.
1: if it's Yida?
3: God damn it! That is not going to happen. I would love that, is,
1: that. That is the only like narrative, uh, the narrative thread that they never paid off. Right? Oh yeah. What, what uh-huh. was? Uh, hang on. No, 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 no. Let let me let me just ask this uh, from a narrative perspective. What is the point of having lease? disguise herself as Yida if you're never going to pay off where Yida actually is. And that's
3: true because there really wasn't. I mean, she was kind of in hiding and she was trying to pretend she was something, but really there was the, no uh, reason for it. The to. reason for it, yeah, would have been it, it, is, it hasn't come to fruition and I feel like there has to be a reason.
1: Yeah. At least more compelling than what, what did they give? What did they give us? Because f- right, she if, was
3: trying if to if they if she had instead stayed Yida but right. it had taken off her helmet and revealed like her backstory, like, hey, my name is Yida, my sister Lise died in this escape, it would not have changed it. wouldn't have changed it. It wouldn't it have, would have, changed have changed the, the iota. She, she could have just stayed as Yida and had the same backstory, except she was the older sister. Nothing would have changed. So, there really, unless we see Yida at some point, there is no, there was no point. That, that,
1: that has to be, that has to be where they're if, driving If we towards.
3: end up seeing Yida in this patch, I will bow down to them at this point because i like i can't see it happening but i want it to so fucking
1: that's the thing right exactly like you know that and and that's i think my chief complaint about the ff14 narrative is that it just doesn't pay off enough of what it sets up and it does it sets things up almost without even knowing that it's set it up right the Mm -hmm. problem with with gita and lease right that seems more as a Like, it comes off as ham-fisted writing more so than a clever setup. And I think even if they do end up bringing Yida back in some form or fashion and paying off that that plot point, that at this point they've waited to do it so long that it's going to end up feeling ham-fisted. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Hundred yeah, percent. because that I have be a feeling
3: just, like, that if they oh, do bring Yita back, it's gonna be next patch. <laughs> because we know we're finishing off Doma's story and Yotsuyu's bullshit right now. We're gonna get through all of that oh. before we go back to Al Amigo. And if Yita comes in, speaking about, you know, Lisa their father and how active he was in Alamiga's right. rebellion and all of that, it's not gonna be till we're done with Doma.
0: That's fair. This is the this is this the the DOMA section.
1: Right yeah. the other possibility that we have Because we we got uh, you know we Talked about it last week in the in the uh, Trailer is there could Be some kind of instance Battle that takes place quote Unquote inside Yotsuyu's mind I've it seen that look like that I've seen that theory tossed out there more than a few Times why would that be a spoiler Though like why hide that as a trial I no, think I think that, that easily be a duty No 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 oh, no that no yeah, yeah. no that that makes Sense to hide that because we don't know For certain what that what those Scenes were implying. Yeah,
3: but we don't know for certain if that means we're like destroying Yotsuyu's memories, we're helping her recover her memories. Why we're in there in the first place? Why we'd even want to help Yotsuyu other than setsu's weird, fucked up feelings for her? Like, there's. I I mean, I could see them hiding that just because they want the speculation. They, They know that people looked at the purple flying orange. I feel like. And we're speculating now, so turns out it's, 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 you had to use you <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 damn it it's back <laughs> yeah all right
3: well you know
0: as, as much as i'm not looking forward to the story itself like just all no, of i want to i just want to know <laughs> yeah some of this is just like all right what the hell is actually going on i want to know um, what's going on in the developer's mind more so than the story but. yeah let's go into their mind <laughs> uh now nika i know that you are for some dumb reason excited about the namazoo
3: i do all the beast requests i love them i've done every single one max rank in all of them so mm-hmm. well one of the big
0: i think disappointments that, that we had when we saw that because because earlier earlier on we thought that with the Na- namazoo and building something up that the Doman enclave would be a prime place for them to put that in, and we're basically helping to rebuild the the Doman capital and you know when they're like nah they want to do a fucking festival that was all kind of shit on uh
3: Only the Ananta beast type quests, I feel like, are actually building something in the world, like the 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 turtle guys, whatever the fuck they're called. Oh my god, I hated that. They are just building up their own their own treasure vault. Well, I understand
0: so fucking. It's like, well,
3: I understand that's kind of important to their culture. I don't feel like that's something the Warrior of Light should be helping them with. So it seems it seemed a little hamfisted as well. And then the Anantas, at least, were building up a stronghold, and you were helping the young Ananta kind of grow into her own i felt that was kind of cool mm-hmm. um, if you're but, if
1: if if your vault is sacred in that way isn't you can't ha- just build it up isn't having an outsider helping you build it a, a tantamount to sacrilege
3: well not really because each of the things in their new vault are things from the rest of the area and they're kind of trying to make their vault special to the current culture of the world now that they are kind of integrated and they're not keeping themselves secluded anymore so like, they're like, it's not really important now, but, you know, in thousands of years, all of these things will be super important. Um, so, I, I don't think that's necessarily sacrilege because they're building a new type of treasure.
1: That's the that's still the dumbest thing. It is dumb. I, so, I mean, it kind of depends on so, the culture, doesn't it?
3: it? It does. I mean... It does on the culture, but they, I, they're but, trying to expand... Bo- into inclusion.
1: I mean, I guess.
3: Instead of exclusion, I guess. I don't know, yeah. but um, but they are doing a and Enclave build up.
0: Yes, that was the thing that surprised me. They do actually have a quest called "It Takes an Enclave," and uh, basically the the Doman Enclave reconstruction effort has begun, and so players can now donate unneeded items to help supply and finance the reconstruction of the Enclave. And the note says that in exchange for items donated, players will receive a uh, gratuity that amounts to slightly more than they normally would be received when selling set items to a vendor, um, but as players continue to make contributions, we're actually going to see the enclave grow and change
2: over yeah, time. Yeah, it's kind of like cr- that
3: one. It was, it was like one of the Little Ladies Day events or something, where like the more people turned things in, the more we could buy from the store. It was like, or the more we went out excavating or something like that. Then the then eventually the reward was that like peach choker or whatever. But it was like some servers were like, oh, our server's gotten it already, and we're like, oh, we haven't gotten it yet. Mm-hmm. So it was like a server wide effort. And so I think it's kind of cool. They're reusing that idea that each server's enclave is probably going to be at a slightly different level, especially because the gratuity only lasts so long per day or whatever. And so some people can continue to turn in shit for free just to build it up if you want. Or some people on some servers might be like, well, I'm not going to gill, I'm not going to turn anything in. And so some servers are going to, you know, build up way faster than others. And I'm kind of curious about why where they're going with it and what we're going to get when it's all built up. But
1: I I can't tell you what we're going to get. What? nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be built up. But I, I I mean, it's nice that Square Enix and, and the FF14 development team are starting to kind of experiment with things like this, because I do think the next expansion has to have some kind of greater overworld event or uh, purpose than just Fates and hunts Those yeah. are the only two things that keep people in the overworld And I think that if there was
3: You know systems Honestly a, ca- a campaign thing would not be the yeah. worst they could put in right now uh, honest, just, Honestly because with Garlamald you can help take and give Things like Garlemald would take back a location You fight them back you're in control The Garlemald takes it back From you how fucking easy would it be to put campaign in But I mean like think about it how oh, mind
1: my- How mind blowing is it that You know a system like Um like uh Conquest existed at the earliest stages of FF11's development, but that we've had nothing, nothing like that for FF14.
3: In 1.0, they did have the Hamlet defense shit, and they also had. Right, um, that's true. Other than Hamlet defense, there was. um, There was the
1: Chocobo uh, caravan.
3: No, but there was something else too. There was. um, I remember going into like Copperbell when it wasn't a dungeon and doing one of these.
1: Oh, yeah, open open dungeons. There were like open world dungeons. Yeah, there
3: was like it was like a campaign type of deal but you'd sign up on an npc and it would start at a certain time and you'd go and you would like kill things in the overworld. um leave and
1: uh, were they they were a type of leave weren't they
3: not exactly no hmm. it was something they had them all over the world it was basically guildhests right yeah, no that's yeah, not what it is
1: yeah i thought no i thought that's what was that, it Guild yeah i thought it was guildhests
3: battle has type things yeah yeah you sign up in the npcs like around the world and the ones in the the, the overall areas were much more popular and then the, the ones in like copper bell and stuff for higher levels so not as many people did them right but, um it was it was cool i felt like i was contributing and i remember too that you could get um xp even at low levels for doing them so i did them a lot
1: this game gives me nothing to shake my yeeping about sad
3: <laughs> now
0: you guys realize uh, uh one of the reasons that, that i was excited about this Doman enclave uh, Doman enclave reconstruction effort thing is this is essentially talking about one of what was one of my favorite events in world of warcraft burning crusade back in 2007 where it, it was kind of the same thing there was like this war effort to where you did quests and turn things in and every week when the server reset or whatnot you would see how much progress was made on your server and nicole like you said with the little ladies event you know different servers were were ahead in different ways but then i realized this is square enix and yoshi that's making this and and honestly all i think this is going to be is it's going to be what in previous expansions we had got with mordona or with idleshire that just took more time yeah yes except now it's sort of on us to do and it, it's it's basically gonna be sort of the the same way each time when, when we get to whatever the uh, thresholds are. All right, you know, it's built up a little bit more. Maybe there's a new NPC
3: it, there it, or not. It, but I, I mean, honestly, it would be cool if they added shops and NPCs the farther along that we were. Because, okay, but yeah. still, even if they add shops, they're not gonna be like new shops that only the Enclave has. Why, they better
0: right? be. <laughs> no, <laughs> why not? I? I'm sorry do not put your hopes on do not I mean, put your hopes on i'm that. looking
3: back at that little limited event and that in that event there were items that were specific to the, to the event itself okay fine All yeah right. you,
0: you maybe you'll get more weeb clothing
3: but but no but even still if it's a shop that like you're served like you can get even if it's just glamour like you cannot get it you glamour. cannot you cannot get it on your server unless you've turned in a certain amount of things and built up your enclave. But you really think it's going to be that hard to turn this shit in? In fact, in
0: fact, Nika, when the next patch comes out, it'll be a catch-up patch. Oh, these servers didn't quite make it, so we're going to push them up there. There, now you got it. Good luck on this next round of no, I hope guys. they will not
3: do that. No,
0: the, be really? I would put money on them doing that.
3: It no. feels like I'm dying inside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really would. Oh my god, Square Enix.
1: They're player haters. Uh, Give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype. 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com. Discord Kooky is standing by to take your call. Lloyd's training with her today, so make sure that Lloyd gets uh, a little bit of workout. But uh, let's let's go over to our phone line and talk to Aaron Edge. What's going on? Howdy. How How you doing? What's up? It's been a while. I know. What's going on, dude? Lloyd fucking sucks at his job. Really? Aww. That's yeah. the first. This is the first negative like, report I've gotten on Lloyd so far. I got in there and he's
2: like, "So you know what to do, right?" I'm like, "No, fuckface, you're supposed to tell me that." What are you talking about? You've <laughs> called in before, though. I know, but I talked
1: to Kuki before. She was actually helpful. Fuck Lloyd. All right.
2: <laughs> oh. So,
1: uh, what? What do you? What do you want to talk today? Uh, talk about today, Aaron.
2: I want to, uh... Well, there's a lot of cowards in chat right now. Yeah, there are. TaroTaro223. Two, two, Terrible username, by the way. <laughs> I would like to, uh... I would like to bring their complaints to you guys, if Sure, it's okay. Aww, nice enough. to see you. And also, we
1: appreciate that.
2: <clears throat> also, at the end, I'd like to say something about this shitty game. Um, uh... So, apparently, you guys are supposed to be these, like, pillars of professionalism in, uh... In... Video game journalism on this show, and uh, stating your opinions and and I don't know talking shit about the dev team. I mean, yeah. Uh, apparent Apparently, that makes you guys very unprofessional, and Terotaru is very upset with you guys. I,
0: I did see that he wants us to give more uh, more proof so, in facts of he our was opinions.
3: That that we are claiming that our opinions are the fact, and we should be providing facts to back up our.
0: No, okay. I know what this is, what we should be doing to assuage his worries is after everything we say, like every other YouTuber, streamer personality who doesn't want to actually get in trouble or, or, you know, uh, 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 uh churn the waters, we're supposed to say, but that is just my opinion. But
3: we say that all the time. Yeah, kind of. You say, I think this, or I, I'm hoping for this. Like, you have, have to actually back up with the actual phrase. Never that's my
1: opinion, so they know for sure. Yeah. there's, yeah. there's also, else you get uh, idiots like this in your comment section.
2: There's also a guy that's been lost in your chat for about an hour, and he just <laughs> has no idea what's going on. He keeps <laughs> saying, what's everyone mad about? <laughs> what's going on? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Is oh, that yeah. the quack? Thank you, Tarotaro. You're retarded.
0: Um... <laughs> 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 I understand why you played the game
2: now, game. Now to this game, uh, can anyone please fucking die in this video game? Thank you. What the fuck is going on? Why is Xenos back? Why did they even do the little, oh, I pretended to kill myself thing if they were just gonna bring him back?
3: I think he's revived well, out of his own will. I don't believe he wanted to be revived. That back. is,
2: th- I hope Yida brought him back. Plot point. <laughs> that is a ridiculous <laughs> plot point. He, we, they could have made this cool battle with him at the end, where you fought him, and and then even after maybe the Shinryu fight, you could have had a little one-on-one fight with him that wasn't very long, and he just like left. He was just like, all right, well. I've had my fun with you. I'm just going to leave and go fucking do some other shit. Uh, He did that
0: enough during the actual MSQ. Yeah, he did that. He's like, oh, no,
3: no. He could have.
2: Okay, is that better? Is that any worse than what happened, though? I mean,
3: mean, we don't don't know the reason yet, so I'm going to hold my. Fingers crossed and I can almost guarantee you
2: the reason is fucking dumb. Uh,
1: well, I mean, here's the thing is that I think when 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 anyone does this, and not just FF14, not just Square Enix, but when any narrative does this, where they pull the punch on a character death, whether they're a villain or a hero, it takes the impact out of death. It takes the impact out of having a meaningful character death later on. So the amount of people that you bring back after they die, you, you you can only go to that well so often. Now, on the other side of that, you can only kill characters so often because if you start killing characters left and right, you become Game of Thrones and no one can really form an attachment to any character. So you've got to kind of ride that line. And I think that Square Enix has been historically bad. At at character deaths or uh or or using that like haha, gotcha for character deaths. And, and the, I the first like if time they had left the f-
3: all the characters dead, it would have been perfect, honestly. I think I, I, they I agree spaced it out perfectly.
1: I agree. Um but the first they time make, the first time I noticed the first time I noticed Square Enix doing this was with Saz in thirteen, when you're made to think he kills himself, but then three scenes what? later, oh there he is. And and that it, it was like at that point, Square Enix lost me with the thir- with thirteen story, and they've mm. continued to do that using death as as a ham fisted yeah. plot point. They continue to do that through a lot of their titles,
3: and that's fair because I mean FF seven we've got Aerith's death, which I feel like was a step... spoiler. In, right? Oh man, my bad was a step in the right direction. But then you're right. You look at eight. You look at nine. Nobody dies. Look at right. like. Tens is a little bit different because you have people that were never alive. To he start never
1: with. existed in the first place
3: but the same thing even with Orin he wasn't alive the entire time either so like that's a I feel like a different kind of story mm-hmm. but the thing is is that they, they, you get 10-2 where they bring him back and I'm like that that bothers me so much because despite the fact that I like 10-2's battle system and a couple things about it it ruins the impact of the emotional ending of FF10 like yeah. even though he wasn't alive in the first place you still forms an attachment to him you still saw Eunice Payne as he disappeared at the end and I was a wreck I still cry watching that ending. I, and then you get I, 10-2 where it's like me oh too. by I the sh- way
1: he's just been back because the faith said so <laughs> i saw the greatest what? meme ever today for final fantasy 10 2 it was uh accidentally kill god boyfriend imaginary no problem lesbian road trip <laughs> 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 pretty fucking accurate pretty fucking accurate oh that is pretty great yeah oh
3: my gosh so yes yeah, so you're right like even even 10 which had an impactful ending got completely rewritten with 10 2 and you're right they have not they have not stuck with it yeah. I'm trying to think of if in, if in 11, if they killed off any characters that we cared about. Not really.
1: <sighs> Was okay. there a meaningful character death in FF11?
0: Not that I can remember, but to their credit, I also can't remember them screwing that up, like killing somebody off or having the chance to do so yeah. and then not actually doing it. Yeah,
3: I think Estinian should have died, too.
0: Oh, hundred percent! Oh, That's yeah! Could have been the one to die. One, that, I mean, if he
3: had so. died, I would have been bawling, and I would have thought that was amazing. And I didn't.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you and know, and
3: then twelve. I- Eh, really well
1: motivated. 12 12 opens with a character death but a, a character that means nothing to us
3: right yeah. but it also helps to see the character's motives i think that that's true okay. because then you know she, she was really motivated by the fact that her fiance almost husband was killed and he never comes back so that's true that's that's good yeah because um, how much would it have ruined the entire point of the game if he like magically came back uh
1: you're right oh man oh my god that would have been terrible
3: <laughs> and doesn't what's Bosch's brother's name Um, what's his name the judge
1: yeah i know i know what you're talking about i don't i don't remember his name it's been too long i don't remember i just recently i don't even remember (laughs) been a long time oh lion dies kind of in 11 dies
3: sort of ish She does but you see her in a lot of like random vision scenes and like flashbacks yeah, you know, she's almost, she's more thing. like
1: martyred. Gabronth,
3: thank you. It's Gabronth.
1: Gabronth, yeah. yeah. But she, it's more like Lion is martyred. And, and it's sort of like, I, 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 whenever you would see kind of Lion visions. Good, yeah. Visions uh, but of but her, again, that's what I sort did, of got.
3: I don't know if you can count Rhapsodies, but Rhapsodies brings back everyone for like this big job. <laughs> but I don't think that that, it's kind of like you're actually bringing back visions it brought to life of them so it's not exactly like the are back to
1: life. so it's more ff10 anyway uh yeah, yeah so i i mean there are definitely some some narrative problems uh you know that that square enix has exhibited long term but I, I mean i agree I have
3: a 15 they kill luna spoilers you. you're welcome
1: i wasn't gonna play it anyway I just want to Might have some have emotional sunday. attachment the, to these characters. You see, no, the thing I agree. The, no, no,
2: no. The, uh, the fact that we can't lose any of them makes me not really care about any of them. No, that's the thing
3: is that 15 was their venture to try. And I will criticize the fact that they wanted Luna's death to be a big dramatic. Oh, my gosh. We just killed the characters. Greenix never kills characters. But the thing is, is that you don't have enough time to build up a connection who gives
2: a fuck her. about Luna Frey? So, you see her right. like for so,
1: five seconds before she dies
3: yeah, right. it, it, again you, if she was I mean, a member of
1: your sh- party that would have been a different right. story I think even
3: for like one chapter so you finally cause you know Noctis talks the whole time about how he's gonna see her again it's been so long blah 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 like you know that he cares but the thing is is that if, if you had met with her she joins your party for like one chapter she, you think that she's actually gonna become this you know the only playable female in the game and then they kill her I think that would have been much better
1: yeah, They'd,
3: well, like, they, they they tried, but again, failed in that aspect. And so, like, 14 has so many, like, poten- so much potential yeah. to have this in their storyline. It's a little bit more mature. It's different, you know, that people who play MMOs are not, well, generally kids and immature, but they can be. Um, yeah, but, but it's, also, it's also, it's also, it's also go down these lines and they're choosing not to. But it's also like
1: when Hearts and Farts died, it's not like he had his lung hanging out of his chest yeah he'll be missed you know like <laughs> it, it wasn't i mean it was violent but it wasn't explicit right like mm. i think that death is an appropriate theme for you know people ages 13 and up jesus
0: remember early early on when when a realm reborn was having like its big big success like oh you know it worked they they did and Yoshi p was everywhere this is still one of of the things that got me most hyped about this game's narrative and 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 they delivered i think through 2.0 was when he said i want to return to the like 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 the dark storytelling that the early final fantasies had and then what's he do he makes it a fucking theme park that is completely the opposite of what he was planning on doing with it. And it fucking shows in the game, honestly.
2: They missed the opportunity to show a lot of darkness in war. Yeah. In two different places. Holy and shit. No I, I didn't really show any of it. I mean, they showed a couple people, a couple very minor NPCs die. Right. Literally, no one gave a shit about ever. And no one else died. They could you know, have that's had
1: like two or three scions die. That's and a I, I that's mean. a really great point, Aaron. We never <laughs> yeah, through okay. throughout. I mean, you know, throughout Stormblood and you know war and uprising being a central theme, we never even got a hint of like war is hell, right? Like it it, it was a very sanitized portrayal of war.
2: Yeah, it's basically like, okay, well, you're the most powerful being on the on the planet, so just wipe out all of our enemies, and we'll just follow along and pick up the pieces like as we go. Right. The,
0: the warrior of light and the really gang. Ever,
2: the only really time it ever felt like a battle was in that one dungeon that I forget which one it is, where everybody's fighting around, it, and that was really cool. I'll let me go. Um, I know that you guys had said something about having... An area like that where you could run through and meet up with some of your allies and fight alongside them and then split off and go to, to another direction and, like, actually make it feel That's like you're sieging on a place. Mm-hmm. But... Um,
0: Oh, There's imagine if that like, dungeon would have had multiple routes you could choose between taking. Oh, yeah, yeah mul- multi- multiple, multiple ones, ways certain to go NPCs through would be really to join good.
3: up with you, and oh, because you see all the NPCs in the Alamigo dungeon. Like I made it my mission to find out where all of them were, and I know exactly where all of them are. I mean, and what it would be it- cool if you could you you see them fighting, you help them, they join you, and then at a certain point they'll split off and you meet up with new NPCs. That would have been so cool.
1: What about? Well, I mean, uh, if you really wanted to get out of the box on this, why why not have a casualty counter? And Ooh. and the casualties, oh, your different, ca- the different number of casualties will depend on which path you choose and how quickly you do it.
2: So wait, 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 what if what if you got to take your squadron with you, and they somehow caught this disease, and then you had to go and kill them all <laughs> as they saluted <laughs> you, and, God, and, God, and God, that would God, be God, very God, emotional. God. Right? God. <laughs>
1: Nice one Aaron I teed you up for that perfectly Uh. No but I think I I do Think that that would be really really Awesome uh, to have something like uh, You know multiple paths Or like a secondary objective Right like the casualty counter Could get as high as all Of them and it wouldn't matter it wouldn't Impact the amount of seals that you get It wouldn't impact you know the amount of XP That you get whatever it is wouldn't Affect the rewards but it would Be kind of like a secondary objective people would brag about that shit you know what i mean
2: oh yeah for sure
1: yeah anyway uh aaron thanks so much for the call man appreciate hearing from you
2: yeah no problem i'll see you guys later yep uh
1: give us a call limit break radio on skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 8715 limit slash discord we'd like to hear from you even if you disagree with this maybe actually especially because you disagree with us? Uh, I, I like we've we say this all the time on the show that you know, like we know that we have a fairly uh, cynical outlook mm-hmm. on FF14, but you know to to defend that outlook, uh, it, it it's pretty well founded in history, right? Like all of us have been playing since. 1.0, in various, definitely since 2.0. Um, so you know what I mean. Like I, I, th- I think that this is definitely based in, you know, it's it's obviously opinion, but it's definitely based in, uh, in in context and experience. So we want to hear from you. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, limitbreakradio.com slash discord. Three convenient ways to give us a call. And we do love to hear from you. So uh, thank you, Aaron, for that call. And uh, we, want to, we, we want to invite anyone. Uh, to to come on the show. So, all right. So, uh, I mean, th- that's a lot of the
0: the the, the really big stuff. Um, uh, the other, I think, biggest surprise in these notes that I really wanted to make sure that that we touch on is, despite the next deep dungeon uh, not coming till till the half patch, we are seeing a significant change to Palace of the Dead in the form of still being able to upgrade some more some more weapons um hold on let me gotta find where it is now all right here we go so uh these are the following adjustments that have been made to palace of the dead um they've made changes to obtaining and strengthening your aether pool equipment now they've added something called aether pool grips so if you've strengthened your arm and armor pool uh to plus 10 in addition to clearing floor 50 you can now forge what's called an aether pool grip Um, and you need these grips in order to obtain an Aetherpool weapon to use outside of Palace of the Dead. And then it goes on to say, upon clearing floor 100, a previously acquired Aetherpool weapon may be enhanced even further by by getting another six grips. And you guys in the chat are going to have to help me here. I'm not sure if this means that we can upgrade those weapons more or if they're just changing the way that we
3: currently get them.
1: Yeah, I don't... I I mean, I honestly don't know enough about Deep Dungeon to be able to say one way or the other.
3: Because normally it just upgrades as you, like, open treasure chests and then at the end you just... Right,
1: right. But you you have to
0: have it to a certain level. Like, I think it was if you get it to, like like level 50 or something or level 100 50, then it's 99 like
3: 99 or 1500 something like that right
0: there you go yeah so then when you turn in you're reset back to zero, zero. yep mm-hmm. or, or 70 okay here i think Ook says it they're changing the way you upgrade it so you don't spend 70 at a time just oh my gosh i've realized what they're doing with it now they're okay. giving us a deep dungeon catch-up patch it's a fast forward button it looks like why does deep dungeon need a fast forward button you don't even use these weapons
1: anymore um mm-hmm. Maybe it maybe doing the first deep dungeon is gonna be some kind of requirement for the second one. Oh my gosh. Oh, maybe. maybe. So you only technically need plus thirty now maybe, to get your first weapon. Maybe you need the weapon from the first deep dungeon to be able to enter the next one. I think mm-hmm. that I would be shocked if that was Square Enix's decision.
0: That's ridiculous. No, no, I will say, I think what this also does, too, is since you turn in your point for Aether grips, you can now get, I think, every weapon without having to go in there as the job you want to get the weapon on.
1: Maybe, I mean, maybe it's just making it so that it's less of a grind. I mean, basically like Strife had just said, so that it's less of a less punishing uh, and they're doing it to align with the next Steve dungeon. That could be it. Okay. I mean, it does though seem like this would be a bit of a fast forward. I mean, well, it definitely is a fast forward, but I, I, for what purpose it may just because it be because it's old content mm-hmm. now, you know, it's weird that it's yeah. coming. It's weird that it's coming now. Like uh, on like, you know, on the cusp of getting the next deep dungeon expansion, they just
3: want to introduce us to the system then before, because like if they're doing a new system because they just realized that their old method of getting the weapons was kind of dumb, they're going to change it for this one and then change the other one, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they also mentioned they're making uh, more changes and updates to the lost canals of Uznir for treasure hunting. Cool. Yeah. Uh, adding new uh, dungeons for the squadron or unveil vale, Braeflock's Harmode, mode. Some glamour dresser for the squadron. <laughs> uh, new crafting items being added to the FC workshops. Uh, uh, in addition to airship and undersea voyages, the rest well. is annoying garbage. Well, hold on. I think you'll really like this next one. Uh, uh, housing stuff. There's a lot of housing stuff that's being changed, which you'll, I think actually will be reflected on our stream since we always have the iCam up. So uh, they've added new NPCs, uh, such as Salvagers, and get this, Juxta can now change some of our NPCs to be Namazoos.
3: Yeah, Because every beastman, no, you can, you, yeah, every beastman, no. You can, you can, I'm saying no. <laughs> that's
1: not happening. <laughs> I swear to God, if I come all, in, all if I come that. in, and and our NPCs are namazus, I'm going to like hold off starting the show until they're switched back. I will protest starting the show until they're changed back to something normal. What's normal? I don't cat girls. Fine. I don't give a shit. Just not those things. I hate those things. I wonder, I wonder if you actually have to actually do the Namazu beast tribe quest. Yeah, a you, lot. D- you do. Oh, okay. You ain't got to worry about
2: yeah, it.
3: It's never
1: going to do that. So
3: <laughs> I have a Nantes in mind. And yet you had to get to a certain point to like buy the permits. Oh, I didn't know that. That's okay. Cool. Had, yeah. Uh, so they've added new furnishings,
0: uh, including some of the contest winners. The guest books have been added, new orchestration rolls. This is what Jux is really excited excited about. Prior to this patch, you were only allowed one aquarium, no matter where it was. Private chambers, cottage house, mansions. Now you can put four aquariums in a private chamber, six in a cottage, eight in a house, or ten in a mansion. Which means he's going to turn our fucking... Studio into Sea World at this point. Wasn't it.
3: there some kind of glitch thing that said that right now you can only put five? <laughs> oh, maybe,
0: but I'm sure that'll fix fix it eventually. But I yeah. guarantee it you, says,
3: this is included in 4.3. But due to a critical issue, the number of aquariums is temporarily temporarily limited to four. God damn it, players!
2: <laughs> <aquariums.
0: laughs>
3: players will be informed when the issue is resolved. So, we'll at least be able to have four and then eventually 10.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's also new cards being added for Triple Triad. Um, They're making significant changes to Chocobo (laughs) Racing, which I didn't really read about because it's still fucking Chocobo Racing. Um, They're also adding, I can't believe this, they're adding NPCs to Lords of Verminion. To the the the,
3: tournaments. To the tournaments.
0: Yeah. So the two people who are actually interested in doing that shit can still play them.
1: Oh, and you can queue from Duty Finder now, too. Well,
3: you could do that with Triple Triad, but yeah. Who
0: fucking cares? Uh, Nika, you were apparently looking forward to the changes they're making to
3: performance? Yeah, they're adding new instruments. They're adding an oboe, and I'm an oboe player, and I love oboe, and I have a really soft spot for oboe. So I'm really excited they're putting an oboe sound. They're also adding flute, clarinet, fife, and pan pipes.
0: Come on, bro. You're the reason this is happening. You're the
3: problem. Um, I actually made a friend specifically because of this, by the way, I came out of Eureka once and he was sitting there. Apparently he has a keyboard like plugged up and rigged through his computer and he was sitting there playing piano and sitting there by the Eureka NBC and like playing rock songs and other F 14 songs and other video game songs for us. He's like, not he allowed audience. to play
1: rock songs. No, we
3: need, him need to know his name him. so we can report him. He wasn't posting them. That wasn't it. You can't post it on YouTube. If no, you can't it. even no play them. There's no rule against playing. You it. can't like, even play them. And better safe than sorry play them and then post them online you can't do that but anyway he had like a whole a whole audience we were all sitting around doing like the slash jumpy emotes and he was just playing you were <laughs> doing
0: your rave party
3: bullshit i, I was it was really fun and I, he's a friend now all because of music that brought people together <sighs> they're also fixing latency issues to perform also
0: oh good it kind of sucked
3: and you can also play them in the gold saucer now
0: boy you are just so determined not to be Actually, cool about this
3: Actually, the coolest thing is you can play it in the in the wedding chapel. So I feel like now you can have friends play songs for the weddings. That's kind of cool. Oh my god! That's cool. Oh my god!
1: Stop it's,
0: it! It's cool. Stop. The rest new challenge garbage. They've had new challenge logs for uh, Lords of Verminion and Eureka. Uh, this gives, I guess, a little bit of maybe extra incentive to kill things in Eureka, but it still probably not at your max level. Though it yeah. gives you it
3: gives well, you experience at lower levels. So it'll be no, nice it'll, it'll be, really be nice to catch up
0: it'll be nice for the next eureka well here's the thing it probably still isn't enough to rival the nm trains. So. Well,
1: I, I gotta tell you though uh in our discord yeah, the go. in our discord the other day raggins had shared a screenshot of uh the npc outside like that you use to zone into eureka Yep. no one there three people I like think. three people yeah yeah Yep, it's, it ready. was depressing. It was real. It was legitimate. Well, well, remember, depressing.
0: it does gather people from all different servers. So, three here and three there, you might have a party. They've added in new emotes and new hairstyles. Great. Uh, lots of job changes coming. Like, oh, my God. Oh, massive amounts. Yes. S- lots. S-
1: lots. S- uh, S- by S- the way, give us a call. Limit Break Radio. This is our final call for callers. Limit Break Radio on Skype. 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Uh, we're probably going to be wrapping up the show here in uh, in just a few minutes. So this is your last call. Come forth, coward. Would love to hear from you. Yeah. So, Nick, I'm going to rely on
0: your and I'm using air quotes here expertise. Um, are there are there anything? Because again, there's there's tons of them. What's basically wh- what are we looking at here? Well, I
2: mean, Dark that, Dark
1: Knights is pretty like, huge. Dark
3: Knight and Samurai are getting like potency and in, in recast buffs and stuff. Like those. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dark Knight and Samurai are going to be a lot more viable than they have been previously. Um, Monks getting some like random little things. I'm not really sure how it's going to affect. Um, Uh, for ninja you're going to be able to sprint while Hyde is on is that something you needed Uh, you know it might actually be cool
1: (laughs) in um, eureka yeah uh in
0: eureka or or with the new deep dungeon coming out because Hyde was overpowered in Mm. palace of the dead Mm. oh was it yeah okay yeah because most unless i had true sight most things couldn't see you so it was super easy to get around them but you were also walking at a fucking snail's pace so
3: Oh, that's true. What okay. about
1: these Samurai buffs, Nika? It's
3: so awesome. Jeez, it's it's, it's a So of potency. So I'm, I basically, every single big weapon skill is getting potency. Um, I, of 20, 20, 20 potency. Yeah, potency of 20, yeah. which is good because it's Samurai has been slightly struggling on its DPS. Like when it first came out, it was just overpowered and now it falls behind the other melee. Just, you know, it's, it's a few hundred DPS behind no matter what, no matter what eye level you are. So I'm really fucking excited
0: for these. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm upping your defense too. Uh, third Eye now reduces 10% damage and Merciful Eyes has an additional effect of reducing enmity by 20%.
3: Yes. So I never use Third Eye because I'm never tanking, but now that it has an enmity thing on it, that's actually really cool. That is um, really cool. Gotcha. Although Monk's uh, Purification is kind of dumb. Monk is also getting reduces enmity by half, but Purification is a move that like gives you tp back and expending all of your chakra so if you actually have to expend all of your chakra to lower your enmity it's just not worth it and to stick with diversion but i don't i don't know how that's going to work exactly um but third eye like is not a big deal i could probably use that um i don't i don't think third eye expends uh, kenki. i don't believe it does um and if it does i mean if i'm like stealing hate it's not gonna be a big deal to use a little bit of kenki. it comes back That's not cool.
0: Good, good news for samurais and dark knights then.
3: Um, Black mages are having delay. I I have not. I do not play black mage in Endgame, but I know that when you use Ethereum manipulation or um, because you zoom back to your ley lines, there's like that little delay before it does it. They're getting removing that. I guess yeah. Because you were
0: never really able to use that to like get out of stuff because of that delay. You might as well just ran. So that's that's cool. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, They're adding echo to the jade stoa and the ex version. Okay uh a few more a few changes to eureka the That's location Bayaco, by the way <laughs> yeah, yeah all right sorry yes biako for those who didn't know uh the location of the magia melters will all be displayed on the map and mini-map uh the player list can now be sorted by expedition length oh, and elemental God. Length.
3: it's so hard to find party members when everyone's just thrown in there yeah
0: and they have the option to prioritize players looking for parties in that player list has been added uh yeah it was always so hard to invite specific people like in most cases you were just like you know what take fucking leader and invite your friend yourself the weekly cap for Omega Sigma scape uh, rewards have been removed. Uh, the dreaded greed only loot rule for Alliance raids is now in
1: effect. Yay. Yay. These next two. I'm actually I just, must just by By the way, by the way, just to it, like, like hit the nail on the head as to why this is more fair. I've been greeting uh, or I've been needing on every piece that I actually don't need so that you can turn it in. Yeah yeah exactly I do that all the time yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, uh, I, you, I didn't used to do that something. i was a nice person and i would hit greed just in case there were other people that wanted them because i didn't care mm-hmm. that
3: much right but think about this if they really wanted it like obviously if you want it not just for a turn-in if you because now everyone's gonna agree on everything to turn in whereas yeah. before if you actually wanted something for that job you would come on that job because you could use it right now it doesn't even i feel like it's less fair but whatever because now, no, everyone's what gonna are this, roll, one that. everyone's just going to roll on everything. So the gear that you actually do need or want for glamour, you're never going to get. Well, okay, That's not good. fair.
0: At this point, it it is only glamour. So yeah,
3: whatever. Mm. Uh, Duty roulette. Normal raids have been
0: added, so you have uh, more ways to get yourself some uh, Mencia tomes. You know, the, apparently, there's a person that thinks that I am incapable of saying mendacity and that I'm just accidentally mispronouncing it wrong. <laughs> mispronouncing it wrong. Tombstones of Mencia, as in Carlos Mencia. It is an insult. It's supposed to be an insult to the game. That's
1: what that is. Thank what you is. for explaining that. Well, apparently, some people needed me to. No, uh, one person didn't get it. And no, the, I you can you just, were cl- just
3: being an idiot. So. you can just
1: call yeah, them stupid and move on. Okay, fine. Two people didn't get it. <laughs>
3: All right. So
0: the uh, the next uh, the next one, which is actually something I feel like they've needed to do for a while, Duty Roulette main scenario now has rewards that you actually want.
1: Yeah. This <laughs> is this is kind of, yeah. they needed to do this. They so needed much. to do this, especially
3: yep. when they put the cannot skip cutscenes anywhere. Nobody gave a shit.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So three hundred tombstones of poetics. One hundred tombstones of creation 50 elegant tombstones of mencia that's right yep and then uh, a bunch of the pvp changes and frontline
0: campaign shit that nobody gives a fuck yeah
1: about. you can go ahead and uh check those out for yourself over on the lodestone if you want let's go back to our phone lines and uh talk to vesser of tonberry what's going on vesser
4: hey what, what's up guys um
1: thanks for calling limit break radio
4: Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm actually calling from the Philippines, and it's like 6 a.m. right here. Oh,
1: dang. Wow.
4: Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's been a while since I've listened to the podcast live, but I've been watching uh, from YouTube, and yeah.
1: Oh, dude, thanks for calling in, man. That's awesome.
4: Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, So, I haven't been playing the game for quite a while since uh, the X death raids here. So uh, after that, I haven't played, so I don't know how long that was. But About instead six I've been playing. Yeah, uh, I've been playing Black Desert Online. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I've been addicted to that game ever since uh, I, I tried it. So w- what I noticed was um, there's a lot of things that I, d- I don't know if you'll, you'll be able to apply it to Final Fantasy, but, but I think Final Fantasy could rip off some of like desert stuff to to make it better
1: I guess. God, you know, it, hang on it, it just just real quick one second I feel, I legitimately feel bad now that we've spent this entire show doing show notes because what you're about to do compare another MMO to Final Fantasy 14 and say eh, they could really borrow some aspects of it. That. that was going to be <laughs> our whole topic today before yeah. they put out the show it notes. Was. we had it all planned out <laughs> so, Yup so, uh, well, I
4: guess but, it's appropriate
1: call <laughs> Well, by virtue of the fact that you do live in the Philippines, that it is quite early in the morning over there for you, and it, you know we may not be able to get you on when we do do this as a discussion. What do you think right. that FF14 could learn from Black Desert
4: Online? Okay, so in, in Black Desert Online, uh, you basically always have a uh, you basically always have the feeling that you need to progress your character, and every like every time you play, there is something. Uh, like basically, y- your numbers go up. Like the the thing about Black Desert Online is you don't have a level cap, which kind of sounds weird, but is actually like really effective because yeah, you basically always have a reason to play, and and Black Desert Online always gives you some sort of risk. Like because uh, basically, if you die, uh, so so there's like an open PK system. Once you once you reach like level 50. Uh, Fifty and above, you basically uh, you can die to other players if they so choose to kill you, right? So, so, so
1: is that is that in any way like Ultima Online's uh, PK system, where if you initiate a fight with another character, you and and you kill them, your f- character gets flagged. In, in Ultima Online, they would get flagged as red, so you couldn't use like yeah, city zones. You'd is- kind of be a bit of an outcast
4: exactly yeah that, that's exactly how it works but you, you basically it's like a karma system basically so you have like karma points and once you reach like negative karma you basically become like a red player and they, they could kill you and you get even yeah. pe- uh, you get penalized even more if you die but like you, you, you have a way to retrieve the karma points by just grinding mobs and stuff right so so yeah but but if you if you initiate a fight and you're the one who dies you, you basically get penalized even more.
1: Oh no! Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah.
4: So, but but the, the thing is, if, if you're just a random guy grinding and minding your own business, and and someone kills you, you you lose some experience as well. And once once you're like in the level sixty range, which which is pretty high, you you basically lose hours of grinding by just dying. So so it, it always gives you this sense of danger because because some some guys might just i don't know like raid you and just kill you for no reason and you lose a lot of it so it it makes it makes you always keep your toes up you know what i mean so right yeah and and the upgrades uh, so, so the gear how the gear works as well um, it's basically all uh, so so you if if you start the game and you, you get your your basic gear it's pretty much going to be your gear until the end except you're just gonna try to upgrade it, basically. So you, it, it's up to you whether you want to change the gears or not. So all gear has like different bonuses and stuff, but um, so you basically just try to upgrade it, right? So uh, the upgrade system is pretty punishing as well, and basically, I, I don't think a single player has ever reached like top gear yet up uh, up to now. And I don't know how the how long the game has been released, so.
1: Yeah so well, I think I think in oh, the US I think it became uh commercially available in the US like what 6 months ago like not even a year ago so yeah, yeah. it's 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 a fairly fairly new game to uh to the region I know that it it had uh it had a place in Korea like it it was originally developed I think in Korea so started there and then came to the US so yeah I I mean I I think that those are definitely some interesting aspects that FF14 you know could consider and those are both aspects like uh, in in terms of uh, you know macro design elements to an MMO that you used to find much more commonly in older MMOs and I do think that there are some games that are kind of going and looking at those mechanics and and trying to give them a you know for lack of a better term a second life um, you know I think that uh, we you see a lot of that kind of attention to detail and history with a game like ashes of creation and and what they've outlined sounds very much like it has, or or at least continues on in the spirit of old school MMOs. And I think that that is very appealing. Some of those, some of what you've described, is very much pulled straight out of old school MMOs. And I'd also find that appealing. So you know, right. it, it's just it's tough because MMOs are really becoming a dying genre, and to make a financially not even successful let's let's put it this way to make a financially stable MMO is an incredible feat and an incredible challenge and so you know I when whenever there's a new MMO that comes out, you know, a lot of people uh, bailed off of FF 14 to go check out Blade and Soul. Some people ch- uh, uh, bailed out to go check out ESO. Some people bailed out to go check out Black Desert Online. I, I find myself very reluctant to try a new mmo unless i've done a little bit of research and i really find out what the hook of it is and why you know why i think i could sit down and 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 spend some time with it and what you've described actually i you know i i might be able to sit down and spend time with bdo those are some pretty yeah, cool
4: about the grind because like as much as you've been talking about the story and how important that is and of course it's 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 important it's not really the thing that's going to keep you from uh, that's going to make you play the game for for months cuz once you're done with the story you're pretty much you're left with nothing really with final fantasy i mean of right course there's a raid but once you're done with that what what now well I,
1: and, right, I, so. and i and I, and i you know and i've i've been trying to really drill down on what my appeal to eso is or why i'm i'm drawn to eso and i think a lot of it does have to do with having a well established ip that you feel like you're a part of that world you're maybe not the center of that world but you're a part of that world that's that's an aspect that i like i mean even eso a little bit kind of puts you into this like savior position and and those parts get a little weird. But that's what uh, you know, something like FF11, that's something that I really appreciated where it's like, yeah, you're going to do some heroic stuff. That's cool, but like most of the time you're just another dude running around the city. And yeah. and I think from a narrative aspect, that's a bit more interesting Direction to come at it with because I think it gives players a sense of agency with their own character and with their own avatar and of course there's gonna there's always gonna be people that you know name themselves my left testicle or whatever and they don't take anything Mm -hmm. very seriously but at the same time you know it there there it does allow for the player to have a certain level of suspension of disbelief and I think that that's one of the aspects that FF14 sorely lacks in I always feel very much aware that I'm playing an MMO I'm not getting very lost in the story I know that I've got to go to the next place and it's it, I just feel very directed from one place to another as opposed to an organic story that's being told through the medium of this world I, you know that's, it's, and, and it's and it's not a criticism on the FF 14 dev teams part that's a very difficult thing to accomplish um, you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. I, 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 think that's my biggest problem getting into Black Desert Online is that I have no connection to the world or anyone in it. So, right. yeah.
4: Oh, anyway, well, one last thing. Yes. Like a while ago, you were talking about uh, coming, uh, how to come up with reasons to explore, like the the overworld, right? Yes. So, uh, a thing with the, the thing with Black Desert is that you don't have teleports they so pretty much are forced to go to point a to uh, up to point b and sometimes it takes like 45 minutes to go to one place to another so i, I mean if, imagine like final fantasy not having ether yeah so uh, you're pretty much like forced to i don't know yeah if,
1: I, if I i like that though because it forces you into the world it makes the like, overworld yeah, feel exactly. more populated yeah. yeah yeah absolutely thanks very much for the call appreciate hearing from you Vesser. Yes. Thanks uh, Thanks for yeah, giving thanks. us a call, and uh, you know, uh, a shout out to all, all of our Filip- listeners in the Philippines. I don't know how many are out there. You may be the <laughs> only one, but just in case there's more than one, shout out to all you guys. So thank you very much for calling in, man. Thank
4: thanks.
1: All right. Uh, I think I think we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. Was there much more? Uh, no, the, I mean the rest of this shit is just tiny ass little small things. Uh, I... I, I mean,
0: although Juxta is gonna get on our asses if we don't mention it. Males can finally wear bunny outfits. Fucking whoop de doo
3: Yeah, and the um the crossword link shells have been confirmed. You can invite people to party from the link shell list. Thank fucking god. I am so fucking. That's sick. okay. I mean, it's a big quality of life thing for yeah. me, who might static is now completely cross server. So it's very helpful. Alright, there
1: you go That's what you can expect with patch 4.3 If you're listening to this on the podcast uh, Here's here's what we're going to try to do We're going to try to make sure that this podcast Is posted by the time servers go down So if you're listening to this During maintenance, that's what you can look Forward to when patch 4.3 goes live uh, Otherwise We'll we'll see you during patch day I'm sure someone is going to be on stream uh, Make sure that you follow us over at twitch.tv Slash limit break radio but uh, I think that's going to be it. I don't. I don't think there's much more. Did we have? Did we didn't have any emails or nothing, right? We did not. I actually made sure to check. To, well, I made sure to ask Kookie to check, and we did not. All right. Well, send us some new emails that we can read. Hosts at limitbreakradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if uh, you know what what you have to say can't fit into a tweet, you can always email us hosts at limitbreakradio.com. I want to thank our callers today, Aaron Edge and Vesser. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, uh, you know, make sure to. Uh, add us as a, as a friend on Skype, Limit Break Radio on Skype. Put it in your phone 8105158715 or just join our Discord channel over at limitbreakradio.com/discord. That's going to be it for Limit Break Radio guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's been a, it's been an interesting show. Um I I I was I I was a bit loathed to scrap our other uh our well, other conversation
3: scrapped. we're definitely right. doing it's it just still, gonna... it's just delayed.
1: we'll revisit it but you mm-hmm. know what? I think we had a good conversation today so guys have fun in patch 4.3 or whatever iteration of the patch you're most looking forward to we will see you later for my crew Carlo Landis and Nika Kyanian I'm in Euro keep listening Limit Break Radio is a production of Limit Break and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kyle Olandis, Juxtaposition, and Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and ARC are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Nexian Theta, Hirsch First, Talon Vera, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy 14 and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com/slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.